All right. With Katie List today. It's just me and Romeo. That means two things, really. <laughs> Number one, we might sit here and do all of this potting and nothing gets recorded. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> if no producer and neither one of us knows how to be Katie. But we're going to try it. And the second thing is, that means we're in a vehicle with no brakes. <laughs> Yo. Oh, guys, baby. Yo, fam. <laughs> we're like the class when the substitute is there. Oh. We're like the, the, the siblings when the parents are not home. Oof. We're like being at work when the boss didn't come today. Oof. It's all bad. It's party time. This is going to be interesting. I don't know how this is going to go. It might not even go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yo, you know what's funny? We was kind of talking about this. The whole time last week <laughs> where I came in here and I did the whole fuck Kevin scheme. <laughs> you said a line in there in the beginning of I've heard it my whole life Right, like within the first like two minutes <laughs> It didn't hit me Fire joke <laughs> it, it didn't register It was a great joke And I apologize for not catching it But your whole name is Kevin <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm so used to calling you Romeo so, Bro, why you think the whole time I was, I was all like sad counting like <laughs> I'm trying to think to myself, imagine like you going in, somebody's like, yo, I'm going to say fuck Mo. And every time I say it, I want you to count it. And I'm like, I, yeah, I feel, I felt like an ass after, after I got my bad, bro. Nah, it's cool. I, it's weird because like anytime I come into this room, it really feels like I'm Romeo, like in this building. Yeah. Like that's the only time I'm Romeo or like when I'm hanging out with you guys. And we go to out an event and people recognize us or like we're out of the bar and people like recognize us. Yeah. And they'll say hi or whatever. But to everybody else, like I'm still Kevin. See, and for those of y'all who may not know exactly what we're talking about, um, Romeo's actual name is Kevin. Yeah. But when you came on to the Bird Show, you wanted to change your name. I did. For very good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. There's like 20 of them in the last episode. <laughs> well, right? And so when I came in to make the point of... All of my opinions upon the Kevin Samuels situation has nothing to do with Kevin Samuels and the principal. I uh, I had no idea I was asking Romeo to count how many times I was going to put the F word before his actual name. Yeah, that's all good. So that was uh, <laughs> one thing I overlooked the last episode. And again, because Katie's not here, I have a feeling that both of us are going to overlook a lot more this episode. Yeah. But here we go. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitch, or your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners and my new listeners. All right. It's going to be different without Katie, but we're going to try to hold it down. She got some things that she needed to tend to. She's been drunk for seven days in a row. Yo, who gets drunk... Now, I'm trying to really count because I don't even want to exaggerate. It's what? Friday. Technically, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm -hmm. So she got drunk five days in a row Yikes. before she went to Vegas. Right. Yep. Yeah, that don't sound smart. 
Yeah. Do you think she's going to make it? I don't think her liver's going to make it. <laughs> she might. <laughs> she, her liver's done. At some point, her liver's going to go, yo, let me tell you something, queen. This ain't it. I'm working. I'm working <laughs> real hard right now. <laughs> You're doing way too much. I'm a little mad that she's not here, which should go well as far as transitioning into the Why I'm Mad segment. Let's talk about it. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get through. Number one. Mm-hmm. Bro, you saw the airport fight? Airport, no. You ain't see it? No. Oh, oh. man, I should have I showed you the video before we started. So, let me pull this up, actually. I saw the lady that got run over at the airport. What happened with that? <laughs> you know how, like, there's, like, three lanes going at once here in the Atlanta airport? Yeah. So there was, like... Uh, I think she was crossing, and then one of the cars just hit her. For real? Yeah. But I don't understand how. Why are you like, saying that laughing? Because I, I think that's my fear, and I just be thinking, like, damn, like, it does happen. Like, yo, she got hit by the car? Yeah, like, bad. All right, look, this is the airport fight, right? Oh, no, yeah, I did see this. All right, so this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a video altercation of a former NFL player and a United Airlines employee where the employee, at least from the video that I saw, Clearly slaps him in the face. Mm -hmm. And then the guy literally goes, yo, did you see that? He looks at somebody and goes, did you see him hit me? And then he hits him. Right. Cleans him up. He knocked my man into the little banister thing where they carry the luggage. (laughs) And then he went down the little, you know where your baggage go, fam? (laughs) Yo, your man. Yo, he went down the whole joint. They pulled him they pulled him out, put a sticker on him, and put him on a plane and sent him somewhere. Now, I thought from watching this video, I don't know what initially happened, but it looked like clear self-defense to me. Mm. Alec Baldwin has made a comment about it. The comment says, the guy working at the airport is the victim. He came to work to do a job. The other guy with his big mouth is guilty of workplace abuse where people come to work with an expectation of safety, even civility. The asshole who hit this guy should be put on a no-fly list. Wow. I have two problems with this. All that. Number one, why does Alec Baldwin decide to have an opinion on this? He shouldn't have sat this one out. Mm. Why are you the guy to talk about things that happened at work? Check your gun. Yo, fam, (laughs) you... You are the last person who should have an opinion on what somebody does at their workplace. But at the same time, again, I don't know who started the verbal altercation. What I do know is there's been many a time when I've been in an airport or somewhere else and the employee wasn't the nicest of people. Mm-hmm. They had a little attitude. They didn't want to be at work that day, whatever the case may have been. Right. So I ain't going to sit here and pretend like the guy that's working there is always Right. At the same time, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like the customer's always right. But if he put his hands on him first, how in the hell is it the fault of the person who retaliated? Yeah. I'm a little confused, bro. Am I missing something? No, that's why I don't understand how, like, uh, people can hit, like, a celebrity. Like, the whole, what was his name? Uh, Mike Tyson. Oof. That was blanking out for a second. Damn, oh, yeah. I need to relax. Because of the last time you brought Mike Tyson up and we told you he's going to beat your ass. Yeah, if you bring him up again, I think your brain. I think he was telling me, like, don't do it. Dog. Yeah, don't do he it. just blacked his whole name out. Yeah. No, but you know how, like, he was being annoyed on the plane and he attacked the other dude. In my mind, I'm like, yo, there's so many times where celebrities get, like, some sort of, like, altercation. And then, like, I feel like they're self-defending. And then they get sued for that. 
And mm-hmm. that, that always doesn't make sense to me because I'm just like, well, they're defending themselves. You I don't get that either. Yeah. Right? So it's like I do think if the airline employee hit him first, he's on the wrong. Because if you're, especially if you're the employee, you wait to get hit and then you can swing. That's my thing. Uh, you always wait. Right. If you're smart, like, you wait until somebody puts a hand on you. Self-defense. It's self-defense. Yeah. And at the same time, I was thinking to myself, like, yo, what's wrong with people? Like, number one, why would he slap that man and then stand there as if he didn't know what was coming next? You don't know if you slap somebody that there's a chance they may knock your <laughs> ass into Delta? Like, he, he didn't know that? Like, what did he? He slapped him and then stood there. Like he, he, like, he was a little confused as to what was going to happen next. And then my man loaded up. And I didn't know he used to play in the NFL. But it made sense when he flew three feet back after the punch. Like, that was number one. And number two, why would you slap somebody if you know you can't fight? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see a pattern here with people who try people who they should, something should click in their mind that, like, nah, this person might kick my ass. Like I should probably keep right. my hands to myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to size them up. It's weird. I don't know what's happening in these streets. Who's next? Second reason I'm mad. Bro, remember we talked about Benzino? Mm-hmm. The rapper? Mm-hmm. And how he does a lot of weird things, and he don't have a neck, and he's always getting arrested, and, <laughs> and this goes right, on, right? right? Jealous of his daughter. Yo, this man went viral in this video, right? And he's getting arrested for, I think they said, some kind of um, warrant. This is the video here. Okay, so they said that he surrendered to the authorities following a warrant issued for altercation with his ex-girlfriend, right? The problem is, you got these men handcuffing him, walking him to the truck. Now, here's where it gets interesting. They put him in the front seat. Huh. Yeah. That has never happened, bro. That is literally, like, one of, I think, the first rules of law enforcement. They have never, ever... Put a criminal in the front seat. So the comments went crazy with people saying, this is fake. Yeah. He's he's trolling. (laughs) Yo, this man legit, like, hired actors to handcuff him and put him in the truck and make it seem like he was getting arrested. And that's all the comments are saying. And look, none of these men have badges. Yeah, and how come they're wearing different, like, uh, uniforms? uniforms. It looked like they just kind of... Picked what was left at Party City. Yeah, like their bottom half looked like I'm going to golf, and then their top half looked like I'm security guard. <laughs> exactly. So then I'm like, all right, he's trolling, getting arrested. But if you're going to troll, why would that be the troll? I don't, yeah. Like, why, why would you want people to think that you got arrested for an altercation, for an with, your altercation ex, with your ex? Like, why was that supposed to help you? I'm so confused. You think maybe he is out in a warrant for it, and he's just trying to, like, take the cops? <laughs> like, you already got me. Come on. Yo, y'all arrested me last week. You didn't see it? That's what you think he's trying to do? Yeah. Yo, that probably is it, though. He's not trying to juke us, bro. He's just trying Yo. to play. That reminds me of my man. He used to, um, like, whenever he would get a ticket, he would keep it. Like, so he could he could keep putting it on his windshield. And then- so they were, like, not really, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then after a while, I think they started to catch on because they were still, like, put another ticket there. I'm like, bro, that <laughs> ain't going to work both for so stacking. long. Yeah, like, yo, I don't know. Benzino's a character, man. Who's next? All right, next reason I'm mad. I saw a tweet the other day that said adults aren't adults anymore. Adults are not adults anymore. All right, yeah. What does that mean? So they were saying, like, you ever think about the fact that for most of us, when you were younger, 
like your grandmother, or your mom, or whomever used to, they used to be real adults. Like they would clean the house. Oh yeah. Fold the clothes, fold oh, yeah. the laundry, oh, do yeah. the all of the adulting things before yeah, yeah. like seven in the morning. Yeah. Like by the time you got up to go to school or whatever you was doing, they they done adulted. You know what that is though, right? Te- what? Technology. So that's the thing, right? Like now, adulting is like having an OnlyFans page. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, you getting your back somehow. <laughs> like it's it's just I ain't gonna lie. Somebody said, "Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like 40, and I still haven't felt like an adult yet." Ooh, and I was like, I can relate. Yeah, there was no moment where I was like outside of paying rent, where I felt like oh, I'm a whole adult. See, that's what I'm wondering because I mean I've already talked about this. Like I live with my parents, so I don't really technically pay rent, but like I pay other stuff. But it never feels like I, like I've always done that. Like pay my phone bill, the Netflix, all these other different like things that I like insurance and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But like I've never had to pay rent, and so I always like I'm I'm 25 years old. I don't feel like an adult. I've never had like I part of me almost feels like I'm still like 19, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like in yeah, my I mind, I go, I still feel like I have the energy. Oh, sometimes actually. It's, it's the waking up at four in the morning that that does not make me feel like I'm 19. Big facts. <laughs> that's that's wait, wait till your 30s. Oof. You think it's bad now? Oof. But but I I feel like I'm 25. I feel like at this point in life I should like I should know what I'm doing right, and I should be in a position where you feel like a grown up. Yeah. And I don't feel like a grown up. I don't know that I do either. I mean, I don't still get have me a wrong. baby face. We were talking about this. Yo, we baby face killers. You know what time it is with us? I'm glad Katie and I hate because she'd have brought up somebody with a beard. Like, yeah. I don't have time, I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, come on, don't bring up the guy that's doing it with all the money in the world when I'm doing it broke. You think that's when we're going to feel like grown-ups? When we get beards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Bro, that's probably what it <laughs> is, dog. Now my beard only grow on one side, so I'm like half an adult. You know what I'm saying? My right side be looking at my left mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, look, at his, look at his lawn. I got patches. Yeah, you patched up. Yeah. I'm the same way, bro. Damn. Uh, maybe that is what it is. I don't know. I don't think there was ever a big difference. Like, I always listen to people in their 20s, and they're like, yo, I'm about to be 30. It's crazy. And I'll be telling them, like, yo, fam, when you turn 30, nothing happens. I just think, no, I really do think it's technology. Because if you think about it, people had to work harder. Hell back in yeah, the day. Like, right? a lot harder. Like, school to me sounded like, sounded terrible growing up. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, growing up for me was weird. It was a weird experience because I grew up in the era where it was, like, still old school school where you had to, like, go to a library, find, like, research shit and all Facts. that stuff. And then, like, as I went into high school, it, like, completely transitioned to, like, you have your own computer now. And, like, we'll go into a classroom, we'll check out our own computer, and we'll have a laptop in the classroom, like, with an assigned number to us. Wait, what? Yeah. Y'all had individual computers in yeah. high school? Yeah. Towards the end, like, yeah. Yo, don't bring that young shit in here and make me feel but this old, bro. You kidding me? But that's what I'm saying. Imagine back in the day, you guys had to, like, actually sit there and read books when we were just scrolling through the internet. What's up with you? Like, are you, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you coming for my neck right and, now. And, dude, and this was during the time as well when, like, I think the schools didn't, hadn't figure out how to, like, block certain shit. Because, like, I remember my yeah. homies would be, like, on porn sites. Facts. Because they would, like, find a loophole around, like, the, the VPN that the school would put. See, by the time <laughs> by the time they had computers in your schools, y'all probably were, like, y'all knew what computers did. How yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, By the time computers came when I was in school, I don't remember what grade it was, but I just remember it was this new phenomenon that we were trying to figure out. It was, like, when Apple first came with the little Lifesaver computers, different colors, oh, yeah, big-ass yeah. back 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like we had those, and we was excited to just play, like, Hangman or something. We ain't know what to do with these damn computers. Now, it's the same thing. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, I'm watching this show, uh, The Challenge, right? Yeah. And I went all the way back to, like, the first couple seasons, and it was, like, in 2005. Like, they're still... One of the prices that they're giving away is the T-Mobile Switch flip phone. Uh, whatever it was, right? Yeah. And it was just, like, looking at it, and, like, it didn't even have internet. Mm. It didn't even, like, they're giving a phone away that doesn't even have, like, internet in it. Yeah. It's just literally to text and call, and that what, was it. What's the age you had your phone, your first phone? I think uh, probably, like, 12. Are you kidding me? Something like that. Like, you had a phone at 12? Bro, middle school, bro. I was... You was texting and all that? You, you was, was sexting bro, at 12, dude, bro? I'm telling you. Yo, these you kids yo. are fucked. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. I had bro. my first phone at, like, 19. Yeah, I know. For real? Yeah, it was a problem. Hold up. Yo, you, you ever wrote an essay? Like, I mean, wrote it. <laughs> yeah. like, like, on loose leaf paper Dude, my, with a number two pencil. My homeboy? Yeah, I wrote him. <laughs> oh, wait. You had your man writing your essay? My essay. What's up, oh, essay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, homeboy. Nah. Yo, you no, never? Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. Still, I still had to write essay. With, with a wood pencil? Oh, no. You we, had mechanical pencils, no, didn't we, you? we would type them out. See, I'm saying you're not real, bro. <laughs> you ain't really go through the struggle. Yo, you never but, used but, a number two pencil and, no, and caught like a little little splinter in your finger? Yeah. Why but are you like, lying to me? Because I was like elementary school, so I, it's hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my sophomore year in college. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never had to turn the paper over and nah. skip a line. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, you but, no but, struggle. But I I do remember that that big ass uh like sharpener that would be like on, on yeah. the, on the <laughs> yeah bro yeah yeah I remember that one. You used to have, like I like I would get up in the middle of the joint and go do it just to piss the teacher off sometimes. Oh, or when you had like a new outfit and you wanted the whole class to see it. You had That's to get when out. you were sharpening your pencil. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, oh, oops, oh. I broke it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you walk like you're walking down the runway. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. Your joint be smaller than your pinky. You still. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, you use scantrons? Yeah, we did. You cheated off off of the next person scantron? Always. You had to. Always. I always cheated my way. If she school. was cute, that was a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Yeah, it, I, but I would try to flirt with the teachers. You flirted with the t- oh because you had one in the bag. You couldn't. You know what I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't talk about it. But yeah. I was. I was always trying to flirt with them. I always got on their good side. That's smart. Yeah, like always. I always make sure to get on the good side of teachers because then they can never get mad at me. Uh, so your generation didn't even have to use like the TI eighty three calculators. I think nah, that's we what did. they were called. Nah, we did. In that calculus, did? yeah. Okay, because I thought about it, y'all was using your phones. Nah, but I'm sure now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That no, was fire. Those calculators have like different buttons. Yeah, like, weird buttons that like I don't, I don't. I know. never knew how to use them. The same. I just was playing Snake. That's the one that like. Gives- <laughs> <laughs> like they, I never knew how to do algebra on it. Yeah, those are weird. I mean, There's- I was nice as Snake though. <laughs> what? My just, snake was mad long. Just spelled yo, boobs. Boobs, boobs. upside down. <laughs> yo, yo, check it out. Alright. Oh, shit. Uh, Who's next? Alright, I'm mad at people who take taglines too far. Do you ever experience this, bro? Like, sometimes when somebody asks you how you doing, mm-hmm. you give them a little tagline. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's up? How's everything? And you'd be like, yo, I'm cool. I can't complain. And for me, that should be the end of the conversation. Right. But sometimes I'll say to somebody, yo, I can't complain. And they'll be like, yo, and if you did, nobody would even care anyway. But sometimes you got to get it off, bro, because life be like that. But I feel you play. Yo, 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 fam. Whoa. You ever go through that? No, I don't think so. Nah. I could, but that also because I try to avoid it. 
How? I just don't want to have conversations with people. I feel like people don't pick that up with me. Mm. I've always told I don't have an approachable face. Do I have an approachable face? No. See, but they still approach me. Damn. Teach me. It's because you're a giant. What that mean? Like the, you're pretty tall. I know, but I, I, I know a giant. <laughs> what do you means? Trying? But why? Why? Why would people who like they're, be they're more intrigued? They want to know more about the giant. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. You think Shaq goes through that? Hell yeah. Especially him. Especially because he pays everybody shit. He out hmm. here paying, bro. I would talk to Shaq. Yo, any help? That's what you would do. Homeboy be paying for everybody, dude. You ain't so, seen him. He's yeah, nice. He's nice him. with it. Yeah, but you can't ask him. Like, nah, he got to decide to do. You can't see him in the supermarket and, like, but give him I'm your a, honeycombs box. Like, yo, Shaq. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to him. Okay. I'm going to approach him. You see? That's the problem yeah. right there. I already approached him. Uh, maybe I need to be, like, more. No, because I'm, like, I'm a New Yorker, so I know I'm not. I don't give off a friendly vibe. You know what it is? Maybe it's because you Latin, bro. I told my Latin homie, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't know Spanish. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every time you hear two people talking Spanish, even if they're having a friendly conversation, it don't sound like it. <laughs> like, it looked like y'all arguing. Okay, I can see that a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I thought about that. And like, yo, oh, everything okay? And it's like, they like they just no, kicking it. That's just, Why I, so aggressive? I think that a lot of times that's actually, it depends on the on the accent. Because mm. I think Cubans, Puerto Ricans, and like a lot of the, the island people, their, their Spanish is very strong. And very just like, da, 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 da. Especially yeah. Cubans. It's oh, aggr- my bro. God. It's aggressive. Ooh. I always think somebody's about to die. Oh, Cubans sound like they're yelling at one another, for sure. Fam, every conversation feels like an episode of Narcos. I think somebody <laughs> somebody might yeah. die Ooh. in this room, bro. You're ready to run. It's intense. It's especially when you don't know what the hell is being said. You know what I'm saying? Very true. Facts. Who's next? Yo, speaking of age, right? This kind of pisses me off. And you don't know the struggle yet because you're not there yet. But one day you'll know. It's certain moments in life that you never think about or prepare for that's going to tell you how old you are. Mm. Perfect example. I had to sign up for Hulu the other day because I wanted to watch Candy. You didn't have Hulu this whole time? The whole time, bro. Oh, shit. Katie gave me her password a couple times. It didn't like it didn't work. And I don't like to ask people more than once. So if I ask you once and then you change it, I assume you don't fuck with me no more. (laughs) So I just keep it moving. (laughs) So, like, I ran out of all of my people who have Hulu. Like, Katie, my grandma, I was on my own. And then I was about to ask somebody, but I don't like to ask for help. That's why I did that whole video about, (laughs) like, being black and not asking for help. Not even for Hulu, bro. (laughs) Bro, I don't want to ask for help for nothing. I mind my business. I'm the best in the world at it. And... Ironically, I have one of my, my black-owned business shirt today, see? Like, I really live this. And I went to Hulu, and I was like, let me see if they got the free trial popping. Because you got to go check first before you, you go right, asking right. people for stuff. Right. And they had some special where it was like, yo, sign up right now, and you get it for three months, a dollar a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three dollars. Mm-hmm. I got three dollars. So I said, bet. Right? Sign up. Then it asks you, like, all your information. So when it gets to your date of birth, I don't like the fact that when you get to the year, like, that joint should be blank. You know what I'm saying? Like, the year shouldn't start on 2001. And now you got to scroll back 40 fucking years to get to the year you were born. It was like like 2001? Bro, you know, like, I had to scroll way back. Like, almost like I felt like they was telling me, yo, this ain't even for you, dog. (laughs) Like... Why are you even here? Like, yo, they didn't even have my year. Yo, it stopped at like 1990. Like, oh, it's like, shit. Yeah, it's like, nah, fam. If you was born before here, yo, go sign up for like the honeymooners. Like, this ain't for you. 
Go back to cable. Yo, this should be no year. Like, don't give me a preset year and make me feel the way. Like, if you ever play 2K or any, like, PlayStation game and you create a player, mm. if you pass 30, they don't even have your year. Oh, shit, that's true. You feel me? They like, yo, fam, you would be retired. Stop creating a player. Yo, go pick Steph Curry and relax. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, you pay as a 19-year-old in the video game. Yo, what person are you? Like, if you was to create a player, do you actually create a player that's, like, your real size? Nah. You the liar? Yeah. Yo, I hate no, people like because I've done both. I, I, I'll tell you why. FIFA. I, yeah. So yeah. let's do soccer, right? Uh-huh. So in the in the soccer game, I, I did my actual height, which was, like, 5'6", right? Right. And I put myself a striker, which is the guy that, like, finishes, like, on, uh, up front who makes the goals most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's typically the guy that shoots it in. Right. So he's always in the front. But when it came to, like, doing, like, free kicks and the headers... Yeah. And like trying to get the ball with the head, my player was too small, so it would never get the get the, get the <laughs> he head. Reach. He, he couldn't reach because <laughs> all the other good, all the other players are tall as shit. So then I had to I had to pretty much end that career, and then I started a whole brand new career where my player was not like six two. He was getting busy with him. <laughs> Woo, I, that can stop me, dog. Fam, I got friends that are creative player that's six inches taller, like thirty pounds more muscle. Skill they never had, and then I play them, and they'll win and be like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You can't feel good about that. That's not you." But okay, but think about like where the metaverse is going, right? Like, you think people are actually gonna do their avatar as themselves? Yes. Get the fuck out. You what you mean, bro? I was pissed bro. when they didn't have like all of my actual features. <laughs> people don't even do Tinder profiles with themselves. <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, wait, people just be lying on their avatars? Dude, these avatars are going to be the biggest catfishes. Yo, you know how many times I saw a cute girl on the avatar? I was like, yo. You probably talking to a dude. (laughs) I ain't know people be lying like that. I think there's a movie about that, actually. I know there was a... uh, Wasn't that in Ready Player One? Yeah, that was the... uh, What is that called? Black Mirror. Oh, it was Black Mirror. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, we did talk about this. Actually. That's what, Yo, fam, speaking of which, you know um, they invented some kind of glove. Because we used to always talk about the metaverse and the Oculus. Oh, so you can touch stuff now? Yeah. Whoa. You can feel the touch. You can touch That's things. Weird. Right? Oh. It's going to get to the point where you can, like, meet somebody naked in the metaverse and touch them. And you got to create your avatar. <laughs> And dick size is oh, going to be one of the... <laughs> baby. You gonna go, You don't think it's going to be no small dick men in there? Hell no. Nah. All of a sudden, no man on the planet is going to have a dick less than 12 inches. Yo, somebody's lying, son. Somebody is lying. Bro, average size in there is going to be like 10. Hey, yo. Be careful in the metaverse, yo. They lying to you. Who's next? Speaking of dick size... <laughs> You know who Kareem Stevens is? Uh-uh. It sounds familiar, though. So I figured you might not know because when she was popping, um, I was young. So basically her nickname is Superhead. Okay. And... Because... Beca- uh, oh, but you're yeah. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she, was, uh, she was known for that. You know who Mr. Marcus is? No. So we talked about Mr. Marcus one day. I don't remember if it was on the Bird Show or if it was on In The Moment. But he's a porn star who always wears a hat. You always oh. got to fit it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got Tim's on. Yeah, yeah, we did. You did talk about right? that. Right? And there was a video of her back in the day. I don't remember what year it was, but she was doing what she do. And he couldn't handle it. 
Like, allegedly, she was so good at it that he was like, yo, 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 right? <laughs> right. So, Kim Kardashian style, she became famous after this video. She ate it. Like, she, she, was, she didn't care about it. And this was before, obviously, OnlyFans, and it was, like, kind of normal for a woman to be that sexual in public mm-hmm. and on video. She owned it. Basically became known as the woman who gives the most amazing facial in the world. And she wrote a book eventually about everybody, bro. Oh. Everybody. Like, you name a male celebrity that was popping at that time, and there was a sex story about them in her book. So, obviously, a lot of people didn't like her too much. She was going into everybody's size, everybody's stamina, telling it all. I don't know what was true, what wasn't true, but that's who she became, you know, that's what she became known for. So then, recently, a couple days ago, I guess she has a podcast coming out now. Oh, damn. And she's, like, promoting her podcast. So she starts telling this story about when she was married to Darius McRae who is much better known for portraying Eddie Winslow in this show called Family Matters. I don't know if you're familiar. I've heard of the show. But he ain't necessarily have, like, the greatest image Mm. once Family Matters was no longer. Okay. But she says she was married to this dude, and they had an agreement, an understanding, that when Lil Wayne... Or Bow Wow called. I'm out. Like, to the point, bro, she would literally wake up in the middle of the night and ask him to move his car. Because Lil Wayne just called me. You know what I mean? You already know what time it is. It's up. Damn. And he, all right, y'all let me know when you get back. And I had two thoughts about this. Like, number one, no, I had a few thoughts, actually. One of them is, imagine dealing with a woman who's still talking about your penis 20 years later. I don't know what these men are doing in their lives, where they are, but she's about to have a podcast and bring up all of their penis stories once again. You might be home whole married. Right. You got to deal with this now, right? Retired. Yeah, fam. Pian colada on the pool. Can you imagine? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you you in DR with your girl, you Uh, chilling or something? Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she partying about, yo, like, that could really, you know what I'm saying? That's number one. Number two, what's up with Eddie Winslow? He all right? You moving the car so that your wife could go? I don't understand people who are in that mindset of feeling so comfortable that their partner, like, have an open relationship. Is that a self-esteem thing, you think? Uh, what do you mean? Like, Katie and I were actually talking about this last night. Being in a relationship with your wife, your girl, whomever, and just being cool with her sleeping with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't want to judge just because I don't know. I don't know what that's like because I've never experienced it. Right. But it it sounds weird to me when men say, no, I love her. I genuinely love her. I just don't, I don't care that she go get it rocking with somebody else. Yeah, no, that's weird. I can't love you then. If I love her, bro, there's no way. And I know men who will watch. Oh, that's, yeah. You feel me? And get something out of that. Yeah. How? How, bro? I don't understand it. Eddie Winslow was letting his wife Go pop Bow Wow and come back home. Huh? Yeah, I don't even think, like, I would even feel comfortable, like, with my girl having an OnlyFans. 
Like, that I'll, would still bother me. Me too. So I understand. Like, would you marry a girl who's, like, known as Superhead? No. Never. I couldn't. Would you have a night with her? No. Because she's going to be talking about dick 20 years later. But what if you didn't know that? Because she ain't had a book out at the time that she was running around, you know what I mean? Now nah, I feel like I ran into some Superheads <laughs> in college. I never wanted it. It's just... Damn, plural? It was a lot of them? At J-R-O-T-C? <laughs> <laughs> But actually, yeah, actually true. Yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah, you still had your boots on? <laughs> Yo. Yeah, it was popping. Toes were curling in the boots. <laughs> Them boots were made for walking. Because they wasn't your size. That's how your boots was made for walking. Yo, that's that's wild, though. But yeah, no, nah, I don't think I would tap. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't either. But, you know, I was truly thinking, like, yo, the way she was talking about it, so... Just nonchalant. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, I was married, and, you know, they, they wanted something. I went and did what I did, came home. It was nothing, da-da-da. I was wondering, like, you think if a man did that, how do you think that media would have reacted to him? You think they would have reacted like it was nothing, or he would have been like, no. I feel like they would have killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? If a man yeah. was like, yeah, I had a wife, and I was going out and getting some, you know what I mean, from a couple of the other women, and then going back home, like it was nothing, I feel like it would have been a lot of... Well, you have no respect for yourself, for your woman, for your family. Right, right. And when with her, it's just like, yo, when's the episode coming out? So it's a little bit of a double standard for sure. I think so too. Yeah. And something tells me that this is the point where Katie would be on our ass. Yeah. But she's not here, so you know what? It's a double standard. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> and there's nothing anyone can do. It's nasty. Shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Hi, right, first shout out is to my grandmother. Happy heavenly birthday to my grandmother. Today is her birthday. And it's kind of wild, man, because if you've ever had a family member that you love dearly who's passed away, unfortunately, I didn't even know. It'd be like that. Like the anniversary of their birthday, the anniversary of the day of their passing, I, I've experienced this. In the short time that she's been gone, you wake up with this eerie, odd feeling of like, I just don't want to do the day today. Mm. And I can't really explain it, but you can feel it. Like something is not right about this day. And then I got all of the text messages. Yo, grandma, yo, grand. And I was like, there it is. Because I'm not going to lie, I'll be trying to forget, bro. Like, I don't want to go through the anniversary of her death, of her birthday, none of that. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but it's like, I really, it's hard. So you just felt it in your heart. You didn't even, like, look at a date, nothing. Damn. Nothing, bro. And, I, and I'm going through that with my best friend, too. My best friend passed away when we were 18. And ever since, like, whenever it's his birthday or the anniversary of his passing, I can feel it. Even if I don't know it, I can feel it. And I'll just, the whole day, I'll be like, something's off. And then I'll get a text like, yo, shout yeah. out to your man. And I'm like, damn, that's what it is. It's, it's, a, it's an odd thing, but I try to look at it like maybe that's their presence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like life is all about perspective and how you see it. So maybe that's just their way of, I'm here. Right. So I feel it. Happy birthday, Grandma. Shout out to my mama. Uh, I spent the whole weekend with my mama. When she came in town, she had a layover. Like a six-hour layover. And she kicked it with us. She kicked it with in a moment. And my auntie. And um, I had a great time kicking it with y'all. It was lit. It was lit. It so, was. huh? It's, it's the reason Katie's not here, actually. 
You think is it really? Why yeah. you said that? Because I feel like like because you know how she had to do all these all, all these little things today. She probably could have done them yesterday, but you know she she was she was hanging out with us, so it was great. That's a good point. It's not bad though. Not at all. It was a great time. I'm glad that it went down. Always love my mama. Shout out to my mama. Shout out to my album. Um, I got my first week sales back. Oh, nice. And did over 20,000. First week. No record deal. Damn. No label. That's good. No help. No backing. I didn't think it was going. the numbers were going to be like that. So shout out to y'all. Thank you. That's good. I thought that was lit. Um... Music videos coming soon? Yes, sir. Question mark? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. If you had to choose, what would you pick to be the single that I should do a video to? Ooh. Because I'm going to do three videos. And I got the three songs I think should be videos, but what you think? Chef one of them? To the left, to the left. Everything he owned in a box to the left. You deserve to live. Shop to your death. Pools to the crib. Talking yachts with a chef. I'm dead. Yeah, Jeff is one. All right. Yep. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, average? That one that, ooh, that's a good one. I think that's a good one, too. I think we should make, like, a TikTok for average. Ooh, okay. Like, I think average could go on TikTok. Thinking about using Chef as the follow-up, because every time you have re- one really good video, uh-huh. people always kind of wait for the second one. All right, this is dope, but how can you follow it? Mm. And I was going to do Chef first, but I was like, nah, I should do Chef second and do the streets first. Uh. Uh. Because to me, Chef might be a better song, but the streets is more relatable. Okay, you feel me? Like everybody is caught up in this world of yo, she for the streets. Right, right. So I was thinking about doing a video to the streets and then following up with a video for Chef. And then third, I don't know, maybe average. But damn, I'm gonna look like a woman hater. Like, you are a woman hater. What you mean? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Don't fucking lie. That's you. <laughs> what? What you mean? What? No, I'm a, I'm a hoe hater. There's a difference. I love women. <laughs> it's, the, it's the hoes, man. Sure. I know. That she's not yeah. here. I feel her spirit. She's not here. Her spirit's the calling spirit me. spirit of Katie. Katie Hit the brakes. <laughs> it's the hoes for me. It's the hoes for me. I, I, don't worry about it. Yo, while I'm on the topic of mom and grandma, I just want to say this real quick. A woman, a praying woman who pray like that, like that, uh-huh. is the most dangerous person on the planet. I really believe that. Hey, I'm just here to tell you, don't play with a praying woman and don't play with somebody who has a praying woman in a corner. Because mm. a woman who got like Jesus in her top five, She is dangerous. Just as dangerous as Mike Tyson. (laughs) Even if she a hoe. You think Jesus answers hoes' prayers the same way he answers like good women's prayers? Or you think he'd be like, I could get to that later? Yeah, they're probably like on, like, standby. The way you you look at a text and be like, that's not that important? Like, little way. (laughs) I'll get to it later. You're like, oh. That. Who's that? That's Keisha, Jesus. Uh. Oh, I'll get to that hoe later. (laughs) All right, Katie, I heard you. All right, all right, moving on. Who's next? Shout out to Scotty Bean. I don't know if you saw it, but I saw her post go super viral on Twitter after we did the podcast explaining some of the things that I felt 
about the whole Will Smith, Kevin Samuels ordeal. Mm -hmm. And she said, remember when the celebrities were traumatized over a smack between two grown ass men? How loud are they now that an anti-black hate crime killed 10 people, specifically Amy Schumer and Judd Apatow? Apatow, I think. Apatow. Quickly, when it comes to policing black people, you haven't hesitated. But when black people are killed by a racist demon, where is your pleather pale-ass tears? And it went viral, and I saw the comments, and the comments were up. That's one of the few times I've ever seen the Shade Room post something, and it was, like, unanimous. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the comments was like, girl, go ahead, sit down. Everybody was like, facts. Right. She preaching. She telling the truth. Yo, be louder. Say it for the people in the back. It was a lot of support on that tweet, and it made me feel good because I didn't. sometimes I don't know if I come in here and say the right thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just come in here and speak with my heart. Yeah. And I, I go where my heart leads me. And to see her post that and to know that we had said it, a week before, and the world heard it, let me know that I wasn't bugging. I wasn't bugging because that was fair to me. I felt like if Amy Schumer and Homegirl were going to be that loud about a Will Smith slap, and yep. I think it's a fair question to ask why you wouldn't be as loud about a hate crime that killed so many people. That's what I said. Like, you know, the whole idea of, like, dude, imagine, like, now we are so far away from Buffalo currently, right? Right. We're pretty far away. Yeah. Right. But as a person of color, like in the back of your mind, you think, oh, shit, I can go into this grocery store and probably get killed now. I mean, we think about right? that more than I think exactly. you but, would ever imagine. But yeah. that's the shit that's traumatizing. Not because you were just so happy to be in the same spot as a dude that got slapped. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like the, the thing was just like, like, listen, people, just listen. Mm-hmm. When you need to listen, listen. All right, let's get down to business. Yo, you know what's going on with Migos? They're breaking up. Allegedly. Or they're broken up. So this is like big news. Because to give you a little bit of history, there was a song called Bad and Bougie. Mm -hmm. And I don't follow Migos like that, like that. So if I'm wrong, don't kill me. But I'm pretty sure it was Takeoff who was left off of Bad and Bougie for whatever reason. Mm. So I remember that was kind of a thing. And they did an interview once where Takeoff kind of was defensive. Like, do I look like I was left off bad and bougie? And it was weird because he was talking to academics and Joe Budden, two journalists. And they were like saying no. But if I were there doing the interview, I would have been like, yes, it does look like you was left off because we heard the song and you weren't on it. (laughs) So, yes. But Joe Budden ended up getting upset about the interview. He walked away, and then they got up with, like, blouses on, and they looked like they was about to fight. It was, mm. it was hilarious. Mm. It was a whole thing, right? So now you fast forward to now where Offset unfollows Quavo and Takeoff. Oh, damn. And obviously they're paying people, bro, to, I guess, I don't even know how you do that. But to watch all of these celebrities' Instagrams yeah, that's, and Twitters. I think it's people just bored, dude. Nah, I think people get paid for this, fam. Like, you think celebrities are paying them? Like, your monitor? No, and I don't know if it's celebrities, but I oh, think it's like, like blogs. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like, they, you on payroll. That's, that's oh, a part of your job. Okay, if so-and-so right. unfollow. I don't, again, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if you're looking at how many people they follow one day and if it's... 
Boop. If it's less, you know what I mean? Then you go, who, yo, who, what? I they don't know. They gotta have, a, like, a website, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like an app you, or like, something? Yeah, like, oh, this person just unfollowed you. Because that's wild, right? Crazy. So here's where I'm going, because, all right, so that went viral immediately. And then pretty mm. much the next day, or maybe the day after, Quavo and Takeoff drop a, a song that obviously is now trending immediately because of, well, I don't want to say because of, because... Typically, when Migos drop a single, if it's fire, it's going to go. Right, right, right. They've never had a problem with that. So that's why the whole thing is weird to me. Is it a rollout? Is it not? It's hard to tell today, yo. And, like, before mm. the single drop, I went to Katie, and Katie was like, that's a rollout. They ain't broken up. They cousins. They going to be fine. The song dropped without Offset on it. And then Katie was like, all right, now this might be real. Mm. But I'm not so sure. I don't know what to think, bro, because it's like a part of me is like, if the song dropped right after... Right. Could have been. It was great marketing. Right? Because if you, you know what I'm saying? If you say, yo, one of them is not talking to the other, they unfollowed them, and then had a song drop, I got to hit a song. But then the other part of me is like, do Migos really need all that right now? Maybe. You think so? Because <clears throat> it does sound like it's something that could be a publicity uh, like stunt. I mean, everybody kind of knows that if you get to a certain point in media, Mm-hmm. And you unfollow somebody that's right. on your team or whatever it may be. People see that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm like, even if they did have a bit of a fallout, wouldn't you just mute them so that you ain't got to deal with the world all in your business unless it see, was for publicity? But that's the shit that's weird, though, because I feel like celebrities do that all the time. I don't know if celebrities know what the mute button is, now that I think about it. You don't think they... Figured out that you nah. can... I mean, but their assistant got, like, probably knows. Like, yo, but, mute them. But think about it. Like, people are, like, so focused on, like, who when Drake unfollowed, like, Rihanna or whoever the fuck, right? Yeah. And, like, they'll, like, fixate on that. And I'm just like, it, like, if you're Drake, just hit the mute button. You don't got to keep watching what Rihanna's posting and where she's at with her belly That's out. what I feel. If right? I'm First of all, if I'm Drake, I'm not following anyone. If I'm Drake, I follow zero people. You're, you're on the I would Kanye be one of shit. those. Yeah, hell yeah. At, Kanye, that, at that point, Kanye used to follow only Kim. That's what I would do. That's what are you cool. following? You know what I'm saying, I, I, I guess unless you genuinely want to be on Instagram looking, but you can always have like a little what they call it, Finsta. burner, Finsta. Yeah, like right. I'm not. You know what I'm saying because, but for that reason, unless I want the free marketing, because when you really think about it, bro, that's just free marketing. That's right. all it is. You don't even have to pay for that rollout. That's free. Right, right. Yo, let me unfollow y'all. Y'all put the single out. People will talk about it for two weeks, and then when they stop talking about it, we'll come out and announce, psych. Right. So I got him. I really don't know. They saw Quavo uh, in the airport. I think it was TMZ. They asked him about it. He really didn't give any comments. He just said nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine having that job when, like, you see Quavo and you got to go, yo, if y'all, what's up with you amigos? And he goes, I have no comment. And then you got to keep asking him anyway I, for the I, next 15 minutes all the I, way into his, like, his, yo, his sprinter. Pap- paparazzis are, like. Yo, you don't Scums. have no pride. Scums. Bro. Like, I would have pride. <laughs> like, the moment I run up on Quavo and I'd be like, yo, you got no comment. All right, All say right. less. All right, dude. My have a good day, my guy. Yo, word. Yo, hope y'all work that out. Like, <laughs> like have some pride. What the fuck? Dude, imagine on top of that, you're holding a big-ass camera taking photos of them or in, up to their face. You're it's not even sick. just asking the question. <laughs> like, back technology, bro. Think about it. Back in the day, people would, like, ask the question with a little notepad. The little yellow pencil. Yeah. They'll sit there, like, yeah. you know, and then they'll go home, write the fucking little article. Yeah. Nowadays, bro, it's like, 
camera to your face. Hey, man, you got hey. nothing to say? Yeah. Hey. hey. I know, but what about this? <laughs> hey, Usher, that's where you get your ass rocked. <laughs> <laughs> like my man working for United. You, th- <laughs> you think Delta was like, look at these idiots, employees. <laughs> Bro, you know. That's what we're better. <laughs> oh, man. Who's next? Yo, Charles Barkley is a funny-ass dude, man. Shout out to Charles Barkley and the NBA on TNT. It's, it's like literally my favorite show on television. These dudes have amazing <laughs> chemistry. For those who may not know, it's a, it's a panel of four. It's Shaq, Ernie Johnson, Kenny Smith, and Charles Barkley. And they are hilarious. And Shaq and Charles Barkley go at it all the time. And it's just like every week, Charles Barkley is viral for some different shit he said. And Katie's not here today, so this is the perfect day for me to tell you this Charles Barkley joke that went viral the other day. Mm -hmm. This was after, I guess, when the mics were off. He told somebody in the crowd, if y'all keep booing me, I'm going to come to your house and sleep with your mother. That's what he told somebody. Shit. And I don't think he was playing. <laughs> it's the same dude who threw somebody through a window years ago. Oh. Charles Barkley literally said one day, yo, do you know why women don't ever need to wear a watch? Why? Because there's a clock on the oven. <laughs> you can't laugh. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. And then they asked him, <laughs> Yo, who is your favorite president? Now, Ernie, who is like my guy, this dude has survived cancer. He's an amazing dude. Like, I fuck with Ernie Johnson hard, but he's the only white dude on the panel. Mm. And he's also the only like true journalist on the panel. The rest of them were like former ball players, right? So you need him on the panel to keep it gotcha. together. You feel me? Gotcha. He's that guy. He's the glue. But there's like, there's no show without Ernie. But he also has a great sense of humor, and he kicks it with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's him. He's the professionalism that gives them... Facts. He's that guy. He's their breaks. Right. He's their <laughs> breaks. You know what I mean? And <laughs> they asked Chuck, like, yo, who's your favorite president? And he said, Abraham Lincoln. I saw the movie. That's my guy. And they was like, <laughs> yo, it's not Barack? Like, what you mean? And Chuck was like, nah, it ain't Barack. It's Abraham Lincoln. And Shaq was like, why? He was like, if it wasn't for him, we would be calling Ernie Boss. <laughs> Yo. Yo, this man awkward. And then Ernie tried to change the subject because you could tell he was uncomfortable. Yeah. And he was like, all right, hey, Shaq, what do you think about the Timberwolves? And Shaq was like, I don't know, boss. <laughs> Damn, he was quick with it. Yeah, right? And I was like, yo, we got to protect Charles and that whole show by any means, man. And they, uh, I think they're going to do like one more year. And the show is over, and I'm, like, sad about that. But them dudes are hilarious. Shout out to them. Bet you they'll start a podcast afterwards. That would be fire. Because it's easy. It would be a lot easier, at least, than what they're doing now. Before like, them, right? Like, the whole suit. And then you can really talk. Yeah, oh. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they ain't got TNT. Yeah, yeah, like, y'all yeah. could just really talk that <laughs> shit and know, like, all of the insides. Yeah, I would definitely tune in for that. Who's next? All right, it's time for Who You With. Yo. I'm curious as to what you'll think about this. There was a viral video where this woman flew like 14 hours Mm. to surprise her boyfriend. Wow. She's on a plane, a train, an automobile. She was, as soon as she could get there. That's a black song. If Katie was here, she would have known that. 
Oh, well. Now I'm sad. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for me, baby. <laughs> Yo, speaking of that, remember when we were hanging out with your mom? Yeah. And those three songs came on? Yeah. And y'all was all singing? Black Street. God. Joe. That's painful. Yeah. That hurts. They was playing 112. They was playing all the black hits. You was just sitting there. Oh, whole man. restaurant was lit. Bro. They was looking at us like, why y'all brought him? Literally. I felt like everybody was like, he ain't even trying to move his mouth. And like, Nasty, bro. It hurts. Like, because usually, like, you guys will go on for like 30 seconds. I've said this before. Yeah. Right? But then when we're out and about and the whole song plays out, that'd that, that be hurting. You'd be feeling it. <laughs> nah, I, I, I'm telling you, I think we talked about that before. I felt it that day that they started playing your music and you was going crazy, bro. Ooh, yeah. That nah, your feet like, started shuffling and all that. Hey. Your shoulders started doing something. And I was just sitting there. You know I mean, my you hips, started playing the air guitar. Yo, I didn't know what was happening. My hips weren't lying that yo, night. Yo, your hips. <laughs> I didn't even know your hips could move like that. <laughs> All of that damn ass exercising you got from your personal trainer. Ooh, juicy. Facts. Now, she surprised her man, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Uh, no. He was sitting on a, he was kind of laying on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really give, like, a, a reaction that I think you would look for if you flew or traveled 14 hours to surprise your significant other. Right, like... My perspective of it was he gave the face that said, how the fuck am I going to tell my wife that we have to cancel our plans today? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I got from it. Right. Like, oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like his face looked like, hey. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly that. What are you doing here? And the comments were all over the place. People were saying, now I turn right back around. I'm out. Some people were saying, yo, he surprised her a while back and he just seems like that kind of guy, you know? And then other people were saying maybe he just was in shock. I don't know. Mm. But you, as someone who dates someone long distance, Mm -hmm. you're in a long distance relationship, I'm curious as to if you've ever surprised your girl, if she's ever surprised you, if the reaction is something that's, you know, that important to you. Because I know me. I'm not a surprise person, bro. Like, I've never been the surprise guy. Everybody knows that about me. If you surprise me, you probably are not going to get a reaction out of me. I'm going to be like, all right, really? Like, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I've never, I don't like that. But that's what everybody you love? Like, say, yeah. your, say your mom pulled, like, like, flew in, she didn't tell you, right? Or, yeah. like, one of your sisters, like, they flew in and they didn't tell you and they just, like, surprise. Like, part of you wouldn't be like, oh, shit. Like, how No, are- like. Inside, the excitement would happen, but not initially. Like, I'm not going to jump out my seat like, oh, like it's going to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, I got mad plans today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get a haircut (laughs) Mom, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, yo, I got mad stuff to do. But then it would be like, get over yourself. And then it it would kick in like, oh, "Oh, shit. Right, right, right. My mom is here. My sister is here. And then it would be lit. It would be up. But that initial moment, I might not give you that. But I'm still in a weird way on her side. 14 hours is a long way to travel, yo. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So if I travel 14 hours to pop up on you and you give me the, yo, what are you doing here? I turn right back around. Oh, baby, we'll make it twenty-eight. Yo, don't even worry about it. Yo, you know what? Yo, don't even worry about. It. I heard, I, I heard they got a nice little ambiance around here. Yeah, I'm gonna hit a museum. I'm at the bar. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how would you feel, bro? Like if you were in that situation? 
Both, actually. If you popped up on your girl and got that reaction, and if she popped up on you. If she popped up on me, I would be excited. I don't think my reaction would be jumping up and down like that, but I would be excited. Like, I would be happy. Like, you would see it on my face. Like, I will okay. have a smile from ear to ear. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy you're here. Like, I'm excited you're here. Like, we get to do things. Right. Uh, now, if I were to go and try to surprise her, which I tried to do uh, not too long ago. I think it was around her for, for her birthday. Mm-hmm. But, but like, her brother kind of slipped up. Mm-hmm. So, like, she, she kind of knew afterwards. So, it wasn't really much she of a... She kind of knew you was coming. Yeah, yeah. So, it wasn't much of a surprise. Okay. Uh, so it didn't work out. But I think if I were to pop up and, like, I didn't tell her anything and I just showed up to her place. Yeah. And she's there and just sitting on the couch and she, like, half-ass gets up and she's just like, hey, what's up? What you doing here? Yeah. I'll turn around. You turn around? I'll go hiking wherever Arizona may take me. <laughs> like, Bro, I'll leave. You will leave? I will be hurt. What if that happened, right? Because I'm with you. And you're like, wow. Now you wow and I'm out. And a couple hours go by, she hit you back like, babe, I'm sorry. I just, I was having a moment. You going back? What was the moment? Nah, you know, I she, just, I wasn't expecting it. It was, it was, like, caught me off guard. I'm back now. My bad. I fucked up. Come back home. Nah. You not going back? Nah, well, see, I, no, it's hard to imagine it. Because I don't think my girl would be one to, like, not get excited. Like, I truly, I truly believe that. Hypothetically, though. Hypothetically, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying so hard to imagine if somebody... Wasn't excited to see me? Fuck. Because in my mind... I would be so hurt, bro. bro it's not t- like, the way my brain works, if I leave in that moment because you ain't give me the energy, I need it. And then you hit me a couple hours later like I was wilding. I'm sorry, I had a moment. Oh, you called homeboy and, like, fixed your plans. Right. Like, that's how, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, that's right. how I would feel. So I'm not coming back. That would ruin my relationship, which is why I'm not popping up on you. Yeah. But what if you You did have plans? Like, you can't love your significant other, but still have had plans? That's what I'm saying. I was going to the fucking Bruno Mars concert. (laughs) I was going to see Silk Sonic. You can't go no more. What do you mean? Can't go? I was going with my coworker. I was going with my work wife that I never told you about, but you don't need to know because you live 14 (laughs) hours away. You can't just pop up now. I can't see Bruno. (laughs) Ah, Bro, you tell me you're going with your work husband. I'm fighting. I am fighting, bro. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know whose side to be on because I'm like, homie didn't give her the reaction, so he's whack for that. But also, like, he might have had plans. Nah, you still got to give some sort of reaction, bro. You got to be hype, right? You've got to. No I matter what. Smile. You know, even, even if you was going to the to the game with your mans. You you might have to tell your mans you can't go no more. I can't go to the game now because you surprised me? Look, Is that how it works? She's in town. Nah, <laughs> yo, it's the playoffs. <laughs> I got front row tickets to go see Steph and them get busy tonight. I know, dude. I've been waiting mad long to get these tickets. I finally got them. It's me and my three guys. We lit tonight. You pop up on me. I got to cancel my plans? She's your girl, dude. That's you why I'm single. spend time with her? That's yeah. why I'm single, bro. Because I'm going to see Steph. I'm going. Yeah, that's not fair, yo. Why? That's not fair. Yo, it's the playoffs. Look, man. What do you mean? Yo, I just created a player in FIFA. <laughs> I started a season. You in the way. Now I got to watch Candy on Hulu. No. I want to play FIFA. <laughs> I can't. This is what you're saying? <laughs> Yo, you probably had girls like driving like 30 minutes in Atlanta traffic, knocking at your door. You'd be like, God damn. I just, <laughs> fuck, girl, you don't know. I have two jobs. I just don't want to talk. Yo, I didn't prepare myself mentally 
to deal with you today. Bro, homegirl was stuck in Atlanta traffic, though. You know how bad it is out here? <laughs> yo, ain't nobody ask you to surprise me, yo. Nobody asked for that. You can't be mad at me for something I didn't ask for. Ladies, I'm playing devil's advocate right now, okay? You can't be <laughs> mad at me for not being hype about something you didn't tell me you were doing. Logically. Do you ever love anybody, bro? I feel like you... <laughs> oh, you want pot? Oh, you, you, <laughs> oh, you want pot? Yes, bro, man. You wouldn't get excited like a little tiny bit. Like, like <sighs> I get what you're saying, too, but like... No, to be honest with you, yes, I've loved someone. I've never loved someone in a long-distance relationship. Yeah, that's hard. So, I don't have that in me. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I don't have that in me. The only time, like, coming out of college, I was in a relationship. It was a healthy relationship, too. It was a really, really good relationship. But she was going to Texas. I was going to New York. And we couldn't do it. And the funny thing is, it wasn't really me who was like, nah, I don't even want to try it. It was her. She's like, you going to New York? Yeah. At that time, I was working with Murder, Inc. I was writing songs. She was like, I'm not even going to do that to you. Like, that's the kind of woman she was, Damn. which was wild. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, nah. Where's she at now? Oh. Let's find her. Why? I don't know. Maybe it works. Maybe she's single too. You think so? Dude, think but about it. If you're saying she was such a good girl. Nah, it was, but it ain't, it ain't in well. <laughs> it ain't in well. <laughs> okay, but, okay. You know what I mean? Because um, what happened was she gave me that energy of, listen, you songwriting. Yeah. And she was like, you are super talented. You're going to make it. I don't want to get in your way. Right. Like, I'm I don't, you know what I mean? I don't back, want you to yeah. be out there feeling like, you got to behave a certain way because of me. I want you to follow your dreams, like, wholeheartedly. And I thought that was so dope. So I accepted. <laughs> I didn't want to in my heart, yeah. to be honest, but I accepted because I was like, I was young, bro. And I was like, I probably am going to be, like, in these environments that I'm not prepared for. And I didn't want to be the guy who was cheating. So it was like, all right, let's go see. And that's what I did. And to be honest with you, I thought I would go out there and it wouldn't be the life for me. And I would end up calling her like, yo, I'm coming to Texas. Mm. It ain't go that way. <laughs> it was the life for me. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. And you know what happened? No lie. So I was out there for maybe a year. And I was doing pretty well for myself. Wrote a little Lloyd song that popped. Okay. I don't know if you know who Lloyd is. No. But I wrote, you know, some joints. It was getting popped. It was, it, was, it, was, it was all right. It's a good year. It's a good year. And then she called me one day. Mm. I answered. Mm. Hey, big head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stranger. Hey. hey, what a surprise. How are you? Ah. And she's like, I'm good. Yo, what's up with you? I'm like, I'm chilling. She's like, I know. I see. I see. Seeing your name on the credits you're getting and you're doing big things. I said, I appreciate you. How are you? Everything good? <laughs> you know, this is before, like, you really had the technology to really keep up like that. And she was like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm great. I'm in New York. I said, okay. How long are you going to be here? She said, well, as long as I want to. Oh. I said, I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean? This ain't like, Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what you bought a one way? You staying with your like friend? What's going on? Nah, I got an apartment. Why? Oh. Well, I told you I always wanted to live in New York. Damn. I'm like, yeah, Romeo. You told me that shit today. Everybody says that. Like, nobody yeah. actually does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, okay. And she was like, you know, I just thought maybe you would come by one day. We could have some dinner. So I was like, all right, this is weird, but sure. Now, mind you, bro, like. We hadn't really spoke at all right. in that year's time. So it was like, all right. Went to get dinner. Went back to her place. And she really did have some stuff around her apartment that she moved into that she wanted my help with. And I helped. Wait, quick question. Yeah. Like, how would you guys keep each other numbers? Like, you would just you guys wouldn't switch numbers? Like, because you know how, like, now if somebody switches a number, you can just find their Instagram and then connect through there? Mm-hmm. 
But like back in the day, like y'all would go through like the yellow. Don't <laughs> don't don't do that, bro. What's up? Because this is the second time you're trying me off my age, bro. Like, I don't understand why you think I won't stab no. you with a number two pencil. I don't understand why you think it can't go down right now. Katie's not here. But we have mechanical pencils by the boy. Yo, I was mad trash. They tried to put the lead in the pencil, too, bro. I got big fingers. Don't worry about it. Yo. Nah, like, well, you're right. Yeah, that was a problem. It's mad people in life. I wonder how they doing and where they at because their number changed, right. and that was just the end of it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you would go back and look at your yearbook sometime and hope that they never changed their number. Yeah, yeah. Then their grandma would answer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, right, but come on, she, she reaches out. Yeah, so um, we kept the same numbers, both okay. of us. And I went and got dinner with her, helped her around the apartment. I kind of felt her coming on to me, but I, yo, I ain't feel it. Like, I was, I was it, over it, yo. It died down. And I felt bad about it. No lie. Like, because I genuinely felt her energy, which was, I moved here for you. I oh, missed shit. you so much, I moved here for you. And I didn't fully get that message until I got home. My grandmother was like, what are you, stupid? Like, that girl moved to New York for you. And I was like, Grandma, nah, she, always, she said she always wanted to live in New York. And she was like, look here, dummy. <laughs> Okay, I bet she did always want to move to New York. Like, are you kidding me? But no, she packed up, moved her stuff to New York, tried to get with me. And eventually she did admit that. Like, because she just left, bro. Like, after I didn't give her the energy, <laughs> kind of ironic. You're Damn. talking about the surprise energy. I, like, hit her up, I think, a couple weeks later to check on her. Because we had spoke a couple times in between then. But I was super busy, and I wasn't thinking none of it. And I hit her up to see how she was doing. She had already moved back to Texas, bro. And that's when it hit me. I was like, damn, she did move here for me. And I felt like a complete asshole. But after a whole ass fucking year? Yeah, it was weird. I didn't know why she would have done that either, but she did it. And I felt bad. I honestly did. Looking back on it, I feel even worse now. I wish I wouldn't have brought it up, but I do. Because it was just like, damn, you, <laughs> yo, you really moved here for me. Like, that was... Let's find her. If... She had a kid, though. Ooh. Like, that's all I remember is I went to her Facebook. This was way back in the day. And, I, and she had a whole baby. I was happy for her. I didn't feel no shade and nothing. I was genuinely happy for her. And that's the last time we ever spoke. But uh, how do we even get here? <laughs> Oh, the whole, uh, the girl traveling 14 hours. Yeah. To homeboy. There was another video going viral uh, a couple of months back of this guy who surprised, no, this girl who surprised her boyfriend at his college dorm room. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw this on TikTok or not. I did not. But it's pretty much the same thing. Like, he, she flew in, and she has, like, the luggage and everything. They knock on the door. They're, like, following her with the camera behind her. And then home homeboy is sitting on the couch with another girl. Like, he's sitting on the couch with another girl, and, like, they're kind of, like, like very close, bro. What? And, like, she apparently has the phone, and, like, everybody was, like, doing, like, investigations on it. Like, they were zooming in on the video where, like, the girl's hand was, mm. where his hand was, yeah. where the phone was. That like Justin Timberlake bro, shit. Bro, they yeah. were investigating the fuck out of this video, but it's very much the same thing. Like, she showed up, knocked on the dorm room, they opened up the door, dude is sitting with another girl, and then, like, they try to, like, play it out, like afterwards like it went so viral they were like on like the news and everything talking about like how he wasn't cheating i wonder how many people have that fear like i don't ever really think about it but i do know a couple people who have walked in on their significant other with someone else like that feels like it's so traumatizing bro to actually have to see it i think it was nothing to lose with martin lawrence where he walks in and like you could hear the moans as soon as you get into the you know what i'm saying like i really know people who've gone through this in their own bed in their own home do you confront them Hell yeah. What do you mean? I know someone who didn't, though. I know a guy, no lie, who walked into his house, heard it, saw a homie's shoes and all that at the door. 
Like, that's wild to me. I would at least bring the shoes in the room. Right. I don't know why. Up. Pick them up. <laughs> but by the, you know I mean? Because by the time they walk in the house, it don't matter anyway. Yeah. But, like, walked up the stairs thinking to himself the whole time, ain't no way. Ain't no way. He really thought it was a prank. Like, no lie. He, like, yo, nah, this is hilarious. Open the door. Yo, fam was going to work on his wife. Hammer time. And I... <laughs> You know, I'm dead at it. And no. I said, I said, what'd you do? He said, I closed the door and I left. I closed the door, I left, I sent her a text and said, Cool. I'll be I'll be getting all my shit. I'm moving out tomorrow. And back then, I thought he was out of his mind. Like mm-hmm. today, as a grown man, because this happened years ago, I'm like, damn, he handled that with class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he right. really handled that the way you're supposed to. Like kudos to him. But back then, I was like, you bugging. I don't know what I would have done. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. But I, I have a feeling it wouldn't have been that. Yo, like, people prank, like, couples prank themselves with this don't shit. Don't play with me like that. Like, where, like, like a girl would, like, put a dummy. I've seen it. With, like, a wig or whatever. Or, like, vice versa. Like, they would put a wig on, on a dummy. And, yeah. like, they'll, like, or pillows or whatever the fuck. And, and like, the dude, like, they just prank each other like that. Fam, you that's should fucking wild. Like, I told my girl, don't ever prank it. Don't like play that. with me like, like that. Like, that's not funny. Like, I'm traumatized from shit. In my past. Yo. Yo, fam, right? Don't play with me. And then, like, she'd be like, psych, I'm just playing, and she pull out a heart-shaped pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's okay. It's okay. You be, like, be crying, but you gonna eat that pizza, though. Hey, man. You gonna fuck that pizza up. Hey, got jalapenos in it. <laughs> when you, yo, that's the worst time to, like, be hungry when you mad and you gotta still eat. Oh, <laughs> and you gotta cry. It's jalapenos in it. <laughs> you chew it hella fucking hard. Yo, you should be able to use that in court. That's the wild thing. Why'd you murder him? Like, what do you mean? I walked in on him sleeping with my wife. Done. Let, let me go, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> that should be... Pretty good. <laughs> All right, case closed. Like, yo, let me out of here. No, yeah. All right. Hey, man. Stop cheating. Who's next? Yo, speaking of cheating, you saw... uh, Damn, it was a video. I don't remember what it was, but I think it was a woman. Don't give me the line. But somebody tried to, like, escape from the apartment. Through the fire escape and fell. Hit the ground. Pow! It was horrible, bro. Like on the on the car? Is that the nah, one? they fell on the ground. Oh. Hit the ground hard as hell. I don't know if they lived or not, but it was like, they was trying to get out the crib because it was, it was wilding. And I always just felt to myself, yo, cheating is horrible already, but for you to be cheating in somebody else's house, I can't ever imagine me going into another man's home to sleep with his woman. Like, I just, I would never feel okay in that situation. This is his home, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know if, when he coming home. You don't know where the guns are. You don't, like, you don't know. Like, I'm, yo, you know, you got to be a different kind of dude, bro. Like, let me, be, let me, matter of fact, while we here, because we going rogue today. It's no Katie. If you just tuned in, Katie's missing and we just going rogue. Fuck it. I got a guy, man. I love my dude to death. No shade at all. His wife, and to be fair, bef- before they were married and together in their younger years, he was doing him. Mm. He doing him. He getting it in. Once they got married, he found out she had a couple little, you know, a couple late night creeps with one of his best friends. Oh, damn. In his bed. He forgave her. Woo! Damn. And we younger. So at this time, I ain't gonna lie, it was hard for me because he forgave her. And in this weird way, I couldn't. Like, I never looked at her the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I tried to tell myself, Mo, that's not fair. Because first of all, like, that's not your marriage. Get over it. She didn't do it to you. And secondly, you seen how your man was getting down. 
You know what I'm saying? So it felt like, who are you to judge her? But at the same time, something in me was like, his best friend? Yeah, that's wild. In y'all bed? While one of y'all kids was downstairs? Yo, he forgave her. They still together today. And I admire him. And he, you know, he has his moments. And he goes through his, his mental traumas and he'll vent. And I just be like, Bro, I really can't offer you no advice because there's literally no way I could get past that. How's there trust in that? Like, once you do it with, like, if you do it with anybody, fuck fuck the trust. That's out the window. But imagine your best friend. Bro, there's no trust in that relationship. At all. Like, I think he's gone, he's traveled once in the last 10 years, and so has she. Like, there's no trust. They just, yeah, they home together all day, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. Yeah. That's their relationship. There's no way. I, I I could not do that. There's literally no way. And I ain't saying it to judge him. I admire him. I just, could you do that? No. Well, I kind of did. Kind Like, I forgave, the like, the girl for a while. That cheated on For real? How long did y'all yeah. stay together after that? Uh, I would say, like, another three, four months. Something Damn, like that. for real? Yeah. Was it plaguing you mentally? Were you always thinking about it? Like, when y'all would be intimate? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was always in the back of my head, and I and I, I always knew. I also always knew like this wasn't. It was not never gonna go long term. Mm. Like after that, after I forgave her and all that stuff, and it it was because of that. It was the fact that like yo, like she she did it with like two other dudes, but that the fact that one of them happened to always be in my in my dorm room. Like he was best friends with my roommate. Yeah, you gotta see him. Yeah, exactly. So he was best friends with my roommate. And they used to make music together. Mm-hmm. So, like, they would come in into, like, my dorm room, and I would just be chilling there, and like, they'll be making music. And, like, I would see this dude almost every single day. And she did that, and he, obviously he stopped coming in, He stopped coming to my, my room. And, and the thing that sucked is that she fucked it up for, for my roommate because my roommate had, like, all his music equipment there. Oh. So then he had to literally pick all his shit up, and then they started going to their apartment or their dorm room. Uh, so, but, yeah, I forgave her. And we stayed for another, like, four months. But there was no trust in that, like, at all. That's ultimately why it ended? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I had to leave. Like, I knew I had to physically remove myself from from that place. Makes complete sense. All right. Time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. Yep. It's not that exciting when Katie doesn't. Wow. So you don't even do it for yourself. You do it for Katie? It's because, nah, because if I do it too exciting and then you try to fight me, ain't nobody going to stop us here. You know Smart. what I'm saying? See, that's my whole point of having sense. Yeah. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Ain't nobody going to stop us here, so we just going to get in a brawl. So. so your woo was a little less with your chest because yeah, you realize there's yeah, no, yeah. you know what I mean? Sizing you up. Have sense. That's all I'm saying. Um, few reasons I wasn't shit this week. Number one, yo, bro, you ever, like, be on the phone with somebody? Like, they call you and they ask you what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And you tell them you're doing something? Mm-hmm. Like important, mm-hmm. you know, I'm working. Right, and then they be like, "All right, I ain't gonna hold you." And they go on. <laughs> Yo, fam, they talk for twenty fucking minutes, bro. Like, are you shitting me? Like, yo, it's an, like, what's wrong with people, bro? Dude, my girlfriend, my girlfriend does this a lot. <laughs> yo, yo and it's I, so annoying, and yo. it's so hard to like cut them off because like you don't want to be rude. Exactly. And, and like I don't want to be like, <laughs> yo, hey, yo, I, I told go. you forty fucking <laughs> minutes ago, I'm working. Can you wrap this shit up? So you be shaking your leg like, come on. <laughs> you put the phone down. You walk around the fucking corner. You go get a sandwich. You watch a movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
You create a player on FIFA and you come back and they still fucking talking. Yo, I literally told you. Uh, I'm at work. Yeah, literally. And it's why you don't want to be rude when it's really them. Like, it's you. Yeah. Like, what happens to people in these moments? Do they just completely space out? <laughs> then you like, I shouldn't answer the phone. Do you right? Think, do they think, that, do you think that they they don't know how long they talk for? Maybe. <laughs> I, I think that's the thing. <laughs> like, they probably think, all right, it's just going to be like two minutes. And then they'll <laughs> go for another they 30. They don't really, fam. I think a lot of people who are talkers like that, because I've never been a talker like that, which is funny. I was just talking to Katie about this. I'm like, the truth about me is I've never been a talker, ever. I've always been a really quiet guy. Yeah. And it's, it's I, like, everybody who knows me is like, bro, it's the weirdest thing that you do what you do for a living. You didn't even want to talk to people. And I'm like, but it be the quiet ones. Right. It really be the quiet people that got a shit ton to say, because the people that are always talking, they didn't said it all. Right. You bark, know what I'm saying? Bark, bark, bark. Yeah. So, so a lot of people who talk a lot, I don't think they realize, like, how much they are talking. Mm. So maybe they don't. Maybe it's that. But I go through that all the time, bro. Like, nah, I ain't going to hold you. Yes, you are. You, that's exactly what you're going to do. And they don't stop. So I'll be mad. Now I've learned, like, even with, like, like my other friends, like, I would let them know, like, yo, I'm currently, like, editing a video. Uh, like, I got two minutes. What's up? And then they'll, like, go on and go on and on and on. So, like, I've learned now that if I, like, if it's important, like, if I have a deadline. Yeah. I'm not gonna pick up. Just hang up. You should just, oh, okay. Don't like, even pick up. That's no, smart. I'm not gonna pick up. I'm not Damn, even I gonna do like, that. I'm not even gonna tell you that I'm busy because I just know that I'm busy because I didn't pick up. I'm about <laughs> to tell on myself, but like the only reason I pick up is because it be people that's really important to me. Mm. So obviously, with me saying that, I'm admitting that that be the people who be doing it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bro, they're going through stuff, bro. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I just play pop. It don't, <laughs> it don't be my dad. I just play. I just play. <laughs> nah, he not. <laughs> nah, he not. <laughs> don't be my dad. Don't be my dad. Don't cut this out, Katie. Don't. Nah, it's just he the only one that wouldn't take it like personal if I said nah. his name. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. It really be the women in my family. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, <laughs> yo, she ain't never gonna miss another day. Oh, who's next? Yo, you ever getting like an argument? With your girl, and y'all go at it, pop, 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 pop. And then when y'all finally start to calm down, she be like, "All right, we both said things that we didn't mean." <laughs> and you be sitting there knowing you meant every fucking thing you said. <laughs> like, what you talking about? Yeah, what you? Wait. I meant what I said. I'm, I'm I said it with my chest. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> but you trying to play it off like, yeah, you're right. But deep down, no, I have more. <laughs> I actually filtered. I didn't. What do you mean? I meant every word. Uh, Woo. All right, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, yo. Who's next? Yo, genuine question, man. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, uh. I've kind of struggled with this in my life. No, not kind of. A, a lot. <laughs> I'm lying. I've struggled with this a lot. Yo, I'm the kind of guy, no lie, that with every job I've ever had, mm -hmm. I'm the same way. I go to work. Mm -hmm. I probably don't want to be there. 
I probably nobody does. You know what I'm saying? Nobody does. Like it's work, especially at four in the morning, guys. <laughs> it's hard, guys. You know it's what I'm hard. saying? And I'm not saying like don't get it twisted. What I do today, it's fun. Best job I've ever had in my life. But it still all sucks. Them. All seven know. of them. But they still jobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like whatever job I've ever had from the day I started working, when I was 15 years old and I was working for the newspaper and they was pulling shotguns out on me, asking me to get away from their door, all the way back then. I mean, I've probably had 20 jobs in my life, no lie. I hated all of them. Just never was the guy that wanted to work. Who wants to work? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Like, I want to be free. Do yeah, what I want. Facts. Never like any of my jobs. Most of the time, I didn't like most of the people I worked with. Agree. It's kind of like family. You don't get to choose everybody, so you're just stuck. Right. It is what it is. Right? At some point in life, I kind of figured it out. All right. This is work. This is how it goes. And I go to work. I do the best I can do. I go home. I never understood what appears to be the majority of people who seem to create drama and bullshit out of nothing at work. Not even trying to be funny. I mm. don't get it. Mm. You understand? Like, every job I've ever had, there have been people who you work with who, for whatever reason, struggle to just simply go to work, do your job, and go home. Like, I don't get that shit. Now, we're not talking about people that are, that are making your job more difficult, though, right? Yeah, I'm talking about them, too. Because I think, like, that, 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 that's, that's what's annoying to me. Like when when you have a coworker who who's like slacking, that it, too, bro. And then you got to pick up their slack. I'm and talking about that too. Like, bro, I get that. I'm the kind of person that in that situation with somebody slacking, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy that's gonna be in HR telling. Okay. Like, yo, y'all figure that out. They suck. Right. Figure that out. Y'all hired them. That's y'all business. That's not mine. I'm gonna do my job. I come to work to do what I've been asked to do mm-hmm. to the best of my ability, mm-hmm. and I go home. Right. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to talk to this coworker about that coworker. I don't want to be in this person's business. I'm not watching this person work. I'm not watching what this person is tweeting, what this person said. I'm not judging this person for their personality or character. I don't give a fuck. My right. level of, of don't give a fuck is, is on a different planet. I've realized that. The older I've got, the more jobs I've had. And it's so weird to me that, like, more people are not like me to where I feel like they create drama in the workplace. They're in this person's business. They're worried about th- what this person said, what that person did. They're telling this person about that person. Like, I always tell the same joke. I would never get a job if I answered those questionnaires honestly. What are you going to do yeah. when Leroy decides to steal a pencil from the company? It ain't my pencil. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who even uses pencils anymore? Like, that's not my business. <laughs> like, yo, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've just never been that guy, and I'm... In all of these work situations that I've experienced in my life, I've always been, like, baffled by that. Like, why is this person worried about what I'm doing? Mm. Why is this person talking about me to that person? Why can't people simply go to work, do what you've been asked to do, and take your ass home? It's weird. It's what you said earlier. Adults aren't adults anymore. Mm. Think about it. I think it's people who are stuck in a very high school mentality. Because before this job, like, even, like, think about this. Like, at the beginning when I met Katie, like, it was very hard for me to talk to her, like, about, like, personal life stuff. Mm-hmm. She was a coworker, Right. 
Like, in my mind, like, I always saw Katie as a coworker. Like, when I first started coming here, I would look at you and I would just say, what's up? Like, there was nothing else to it. Like, you were just a coworker. You were a co-host. I Like, you did your business here. I did my business in my studio. That's that it. was it. Like, I was, I didn't care to, like, talk to any of y'all. And then, obviously, over time, that changes where, like, you're in this environment where we have to be connected social, like, through social media. Right. Socially, we have to have, like, some sort of connection. That way you can talk about it on air. And like it, it creates better chemistry. So being in this in this job was so different than any of the other jobs I had because all the other jobs was just like you're a coworker. I don't I don't want to friend you on Instagram. Like I don't care for for you to know what I do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, like no, don't follow me. Like, yeah. We're good. Yeah, we separation. Like you know I come That's in here. That's how I've always we been too. Clock in. We say no hi shade. to each other. We'll work. Like I'm not hating on. I just that's just not me. Yeah. I got my friends already. Right. I got my family. And I think that's the issue. You know what too. I'm like every once in a while, don't get me wrong, you'll have a job and you may not even want to connect with somebody. But you click, yeah. But you click. Yeah. And now you become friends. Right. And that's cool, right? Like I definitely have some friends that I met through work and to this day, that's my man's, that's my dogs, whatever the case, right? Like that's that's cool. But even in what we do, where we have to socialize with our coworkers, I'm still the same guy I was when we didn't. Mm. When these mics come on, what's up with it? When these mics go off. I really don't care about what your opinion was on a topic. Like, my opinion may be different. And I may tell you why I believe your opinion is incomplete or whatever the case. But I genuinely, wholeheartedly do not care when the mics go off. I don't worry. I ain't worried about what you're tweeting, what you Instagramming, what you said to so-and-so, who did what in the office, who's walking around doing what, who's fucking who. I... Yo, it's weird, yo. And it seems like when you're the person that don't care, mad people want to bring you to drama. Mm. Like, you always end up being public enemy number one when you're the guy that really don't give a fuck about nothing. I, it's the weirdest thing. I don't understand it. I don't understand. So, and I'm like, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm really not. I'm, I'm trying to understand the mentality of it. I almost want to ask somebody, like, yo, where you get at? Are you bored? Right. Is it just entertainment? Is it a way to get you through your work day? Because I can't wait. To clock out and not think about nothing that happened at work. And that's what every job I've ever had. I can't wait. The moment I like, even when I, if you punching in, if you clocking in, if it's a computer thing, whatever it is you do, the moment I take that little clock, you know what I mean? And I say end, nah, that's like everything, bro. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to go home and talk about what so-and-so did or said at work. But that, I think that's what's hard about like people who do remote jobs too. I don't, I don't understand how people do it. Cause I feel like I feel like I physically have to feel like I'm at work and I have to physically remove myself from work. So like once I'm out of here, like I'm done. Like I'm not. Like I don't feel yeah. like you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, but if I'm like for me personally with remote jobs, like if I'm stuck at home working, I'm still physically there. So like it's a, like it would be a struggle. And I've always been afraid of that. Like with any job I've ever had, I never want to be the person who my job is my life. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are like oh, that. Yeah, their yeah, job yeah. is their life, bro. To where, God forbid, something happened, they lose their job. Like they're going to lose their identity. I never wanted to be that person with whatever job I had. Mm-hmm. This is a job. Mm-hmm. This is not who I am. This is what I do. And I feel like some people treat their jobs as if it's who they are. Right. It's and the not, personality. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like no matter how big or great or dope or whatever it is your job is, like, you should have a life outside of work. Speaking of that, I just I just uh, saw this TikTok. It was a psychologist person talking about the fact that as we get older, 
we start to feel like life is moving faster. That's right? a fact. Rapidly. That right? is a fucking fact. And so they, apparently they've done a study and they're discovering that the reason why it is like that we experience that mm-hmm. is because we're no longer as adults. We're no longer experiencing something new every day. When you're a kid, you're learning something new almost daily. Right. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, you're kind of stuck in this routine now. You go to work, you make your coffee, you go to work, you eat lunch, you do this, it's work, you go home, watch a movie, whatever you may, whatever your thing is. But for the most part, most adults are stuck in that in that routine of work, mm. work, work, work. So what they're like, they're, what they're pretty much just saying is like you need to try something new daily. You need See? to discover something new. Mm. Travel. If you travel, yeah. it apparently like makes you feel like like time is going slower. And I thought that, that was sense. very interesting. That makes sense. It's, it's, and that makes perfect sense because for me, that's why I said, like, it's almost as if these people are bored. Yeah. Like, why are you in this person's office? Yo, this person said this about me. This person did that. You don't have nothing else to do. Right. Like, when we talked on the Bird Show the other day about how many jobs I had, they've asked me that two times now. Both times I didn't know. That's crazy. I really didn't know. And that's then, crazy. you know what I'm saying? Like, the first time they asked us, I, I think I said five. And Kristen was like, you forgot about music. The second time, they was like, you forgot about stand-up. Like, it's facts. Like, I really, yeah, Burt Show, Jaden Moe, In the Moment, stand-up comedy, my music, commercials, game show host, seven jobs. Auditioning, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying this to brag because I'm tired as fuck. (laughs) But when people be like, bro, how are you doing this and why are you doing this? What else would I be doing? Right. Sitting around worried about what somebody's saying about me. Sitting around telling on somebody else. Sitting around, like, worried about what people think about me. Like, why? I ain't got no time for that shit. Right. Well, I ain't got no time to beef with somebody. I ain't got no time. I literally don't have the time. I heard Shaq say that, and I loved it. It's like, yo, I'm a provider. My children's mothers. If they need something, even if they're not with me and they're in another relationship, I have it. If my kids need something, I have it. If my mom needs something, I have it. My siblings, I have it. Like, that's who I am. That's what I was put here to do. I provide. That's how I feel about me. Right. I don't have kids, but if I did, that would be the energy. My, if my mother needs some, my dad, my sisters, my friends, I, I, y'all, I'm going to have it. If I need something, like, I don't have no time to complain. I don't have no time to bitch about nothing. I don't, I don't have to. Bro, it's a million things I could complain about. And the funny thing is, it'd be the people you hang out with, work with, all that that do all the fucking complaining. And in reality, I be looking at these situations like, you don't even have a reason to. You just want to complain. Your life is actually pretty fucking good. Right. If you just went to work and minded your business, (laughs) enjoy it. (laughs) you would be happy. But you like, you finding the drama. Yeah. It's weird. I grew up in the hood. I've seen people be homeless, strung out, have nothing, Mm. Have no future, have no hope, come from nothing, have mm. to fight against society, have to fight against stereotypes, pressures, you name it. I don't understand how a lot of these people are driving around. You see somebody on the side of the road with a sign that says, I'm trying to feed my kid, and you worried at work about what somebody said about you? That shit weird to me. You have a good life. Live. Like, you just pulling drum. You telling this person about that person and telling that person about this person and never thinking those two people going to speak? And now you going to look crazy? Mm. When you ain't had to say shit about nothing and you could have kept to yourself and worked on you? I come from nothing. Everything I create, 
I bust my ass to do it. I don't have no time to worry about nobody else. That makes sense? Yeah. Practice self-love. I think that's what it is, too. Self-love. Like, if you're worried about yourself and what you're doing, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. and, like, learn to love yourself, I feel like, you're not going to worry about what other people are doing, you know? You're responsible for your own actions and how you, you behave. Stop blaming other people for yeah. what you haven't done or you feel like you can't do. It's well, on you. It ain't on them. Right. They not in your way. Exactly. You in your way. Yeah. Say less. Who's next? Time for In The Moment Sports. It's time for sports on In The Moment. Romeo, tell him who Aaron Judge is. Aaron Hernandez was a serial killer. Well, he wasn't a serial killer, but he killed <laughs> Yo. You can't just change the person's name <laughs> because you don't know who he is. <laughs> no, what are you doing? You uh, said who, Aaron who? Aaron Judge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yo, for those of y'all who may not know, Romeo is not the sports guy, so I always... I'm not the football or basketball guy or baseball guy. <laughs> We're getting all name sports. every other sport that's not soccer or football americano, bro. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> You'd be better off just telling them the sport that you know. If I don't mention Messi in here, it's going to get messy. That's pretty much what it is. So I always throw it to Romeo as if he knows what he's talking about because I know that he doesn't. Aaron Judge plays for the New York Yankees. Amazing baseball player carrying the team. And I'm bringing him up because I want people to bet on themselves. All right? That's not always easy to do. You are always going to have questions and doubts. But when you bet on yourself, it's up. At the beginning of the year, The Yankees gave Aaron Judge a number that he didn't feel like was worthy of who he really is, so he turned it down, and he came out here, and he balled. If he didn't ball, they would have had to give him a lower number, and he would have had to accept it. But he balled, and that ain't really got to come with the bread because that's who Aaron Judge is. So judge yourself accordingly. Who's next? Next up, Romeo, tell him who Terrence Crawford is. He is a basketball player. Football player. Jesus fucking baseball player, hockey, swimmer. Why the fuck would you guess swimmer before the sport that he actually does? Swimmer, bro. Hockey. I think you already said that. Oh, I did. Fuck. Uh, you know the sports that I follow like closely. You didn't even name like the one I actually participated oh, in. Oh, boxing. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That homie. It's a really good boxer, one of the best in the world, and I'm bringing him up because his daughter had a viral video that was super dope, bro. And I think it also goes to believing in yourself, betting on yourself and never giving up, where um, his daughter had a track meet. Mm. And did you see it? The shoe came off? Yes. Yes? Oh, my God. Bro, that shit was so fire. Bro, that gave me, that was impressive. I had goosebumps, dog. That gave me chills, dog. That That shit was amazing, man. His daughter, um, he was recording his daughter at a track meet, and, you know, the race started, and her shoe fell off. Like, right away. Right away. And she had to go back and put her shoe on, and you see the other girls getting busy, and you can hear that the family that were recording her never gave up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get to it. Yo. This Bro. queen put her shoe back on. Turbo mode. And put it in turbo and caught everybody. She got the floating and won. Bro. Fam. By a lot, too. By a lot. I don't know if they was running the 100 or the 100,000. <laughs> but she had enough time. To catch up and blow people away. And that video was like the perfect moment of never, ever give up. You know what I'm saying? That's how I know I'm fucked, dude. Because if, if if that was my shoe coming off. 
I would have been like, man, fuck this shit. It would have been a rap for me, bro. That's it. Yeah. They're, they're gone. They're yeah. gone. Yeah, I guess it wasn't for me. <laughs> next, next one. I got the next yeah. one, coach. Yo, we still going to Red Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> we still eating after this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have definitely gave up, man. She put that shoe back on and hit the Jets. Dude, I think, I think in the future, athletes are going to be like superheroes. Not facts. Like think of, like they're getting like humans are getting faster. Yep. They're jumping taller. Yep. They're B- getting taller. Yep. They're jumping higher. Bigger, all that. Everything. So it's like, scary, bro. It's gonna be a certain point where you have an athlete literally run from one football field to the end, like from the start to the end, like in like two seconds. Bro, when you look at the athletes from like nineteen twenty to now, it's scary to think about what they're going to look like a hundred years from now. Bro. Can you imagine? It's gonna be like they're gonna be jumping up like twenty feet in the air. That's bro. what I'm saying, <laughs> fam. It's gonna be insane, bro. They're gonna be touching the roof. Like, look what Steph Curry's doing right now. Facts. You know what I'm saying? hundred years from now? My boy go. LeBron times 10? Damn. When you see them touch the ceiling and come back, it's going to look like NBA Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Real life. Like, yo, we're going to be wailing. What are we going to be watching? Because I'd be mad watching like the NBA in the 1950s. I would have bust Bob Cousy ass, bro. Like, <laughs> they were smoking cigarettes at halftime. Baseball players like had a whole hot dog and a beer in the, in the fucking stands. Yeah, you know I'm like, saying, like that's wild, man. It's, it's gonna be cool because that it's, little girl was fast. So you know facts. she gonna be in the Olympics. She's gonna be a problem, kid. Oof. And the fact that she got that kind of spirit, like she ain't even think about giving up. It wasn't even like a thought. It was, oh my shoe fell off. Give me a second. Yeah, y'all go ahead. I'll be right back with you. She didn't even tie it back. I would never run again if I was one of those other athletes. Oh no! Once no. I see that video. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool, dude. As a kid, imagine that you grew up knowing your whole life, fam. You lost to the girl who lost. Her shoe you lost to the, the girl who lost her shoe, <laughs> and she smoked your ass. Oof. I would have told all seven of them eight year olds, "Hey, don't don't come back. Find something else. Mm. This ain't for you. Mm. And whatever else you choose, that's probably not either. Mm. In fact, you were put here to be average. <laughs> Fuck, idiot." Go to school. All right. Moving on. Who's next? Question of the week. Yo, should apologies come with justifications? No. That's how I feel. I've never really been a fan of apologies anyway, because I feel like a true apology is changed behavior. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry is really just two words. Right. It's so easy to say. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, but it is an acknowledgement of wrongdoing, Mm -hmm. and I respect that. But until you show me, I don't really know what to do with words. Because your actions probably caused me to go through some shit that you can't take back now. So I've never been big on it, right? But I I understand that people are human. We all make mistakes. And I've had to apologize to somebody. So sometimes somebody may have to apologize to you. At the same time, when people get to apologizing and they say things like, yo, I'm sorry. You know, this is what I was on. This is how I felt. This is what I was doing. The justification takes away from the apology to me. And I wonder if I'm the only person who feels like that. Yeah, I can I can under, I can see that. <clears throat> I also think it's just like them like obviously them just trying to ex- over explain themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I I do think that that's the issue too. It, I mean, if there's things that are still unsaid that you feel like you didn't you didn't finish off saying, yeah. And you just want to kind of get it off, but like there still should be like just like and I'm sorry, like my fault. That's it. Like I won't do it. Like I'll try not to do it again. <laughs> I won't do it again. <laughs> try? Yo, fam. <laughs> like depending on what your transgression is, that's hilarious. Like if you slept with my girl, and she- <laughs> I try not to. Yo, I'm, yo, I'm gonna try my best, bro. But if you come around here with another one that looked like that, Ooh. hey, hey, oh, bro. Oh shit! All right. Who's next? 
Tweet of the week. Yo, you know who Martin Shrikelly is? Mm-mm. I don't think I'm saying his last name right, but I really don't care either. <laughs> but he was the guy who was like a pharmaceutical executive, and he was known for raising the price of life-saving drugs by like 5,000%. Oh, fuck that guy. Remember him? Yeah. And he had the whole little thing with Wu-Tang, and they got a documentary out and all that. Complete dickhead. Like, legit stole life yeah. from families. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And money and all of that. And he was eventually found guilty for a lot of the shit he did. You know, he just got out of prison. And, of course, when I think of all of the things that he did and all of the money that he made from literally uh, keeping life-saving medicine away from the people who really needed it, I didn't see him get the kind of energy on Twitter that uh, some other people were getting when I feel like his transgressions were way worse. But that's just me. And you know what this man said, bro? As soon as he got out of prison, he tweeted, and I quote, getting out of real prison is easier than getting out of Twitter prison. Oh, hold the audacity. And it goes in line with what I said. If you're going to tweet about these people, bro, this is exactly why you should have the same energy for the people in life who actually deserve it. And this man literally said it out his own mouth. Suffering, because he can't, he can't, he can't enjoy Twitter. <laughs> yo, he can't tweet with that yo, game. prison was easy. Hey man, did, yo, I, did, did the Jermon move on me? Well, I liked it. It was nothing. I can't tweet nothing, man. Damn, when y'all was hashtagging me though. <laughs> oh shit! And y'all let that man live. <sighs> what are you gonna do? Who's next? Take of the week. Yo, I was thinking about this for quite some time. I wish Katie was here, but I'll just go ahead and say it since it's on my mind. Especially today being that it's my grandmother's birthday. You know, my grandmother, bro, one of the things that she said to me before she passed was, I want you to always be humble. I wasn't exactly sure why she told me that in that moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe she saw something, what was coming, and she felt like it was important for me to be humble. And Mm. I'm not mad at that. I think back to my childhood and my upbringing, and my mom's was always very big on that to the point where there were times when we kind of bump heads on it because she would always beat that into me. Be humble, be humble, be humble, be humble. And I, I was never not humble. You know, when I was younger, to be completely honest with you, there were certainly points in my life where I was very confident in myself as an athlete, as a man, whatever it was, bro. When the clock was running down, there was no thought that I had in my mind that I wouldn't make this shot. Give me the ball. Mm-hmm. I've always been that guy. The truth of the matter is, a lot of that came from the fact that deep down inside, I was insecure about who I really was, where I was really going, what I really wanted to do. And I think back at the time when I was really doing my music thing and a lot of people didn't get it. They got it whenever I was battle rapping because, well, bars are bars, right? But when you put music out and people may not necessarily support you the way they support people that they don't even know, you start to doubt yourself. And I stopped doing music because of that. And I think back to all of the times in my life with comedy. Perfect example. Nobody thought I would be a great comedian when I first started doing comedy. My own parents told me, hey, man, your dad is killing it. Maybe you should follow in his footsteps. 
Comedy's dangerous. It's hard. I thought to myself, y'all rather me be a police officer? <laughs> y'all think that's less dangerous? <laughs> less hard? You know? It was weird to me. But I knew that they were just being parents, and they wanted what was best for me. But it makes me question the whole be humble thing. Hear me out. Yes, I do think you should always carry yourself as if you can be better, you can get better, and you are not better than anyone else. Period. At the same time, I also believe that you should believe in yourself to the point where can't nobody tell you shit about who you are and what you are capable of. And that's a line that I'm trying to truly discover what the difference is. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because I looked at, like, the Kanye doc, and I was reminded of, like, yeah, bro, sometimes your belief in yourself is going to appear arrogant to a lot of people who don't have that belief in themselves and who don't understand it. Very delusional sometimes. Sometimes, right? Now, some people do have a delusional amount of confidence. Yeah. To where you look at them and go, whoa, yo, that's, you really think you that? Sit down. Be humble. Bring it down a little bit, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, that person might get further right. than the person who actually has the talent, but not that level of belief. Mm. Mm. Because you're going to work harder naturally if you believe that you have what it takes to get what you're working for, which is why they say hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm. And then I heard someone say, yeah, but when talent work hard, ain't shit you could do. <laughs> mm. Which takes you back to belief. Right. Right? Like, no one is going to believe in you like you, period. If anything, the people around you are going to make you believe that you're not the person you thought you were if you allowed them to. A boat don't sink unless the water get in the boat. Mm. Everybody else is going to hate on you or not believe in your full potential. If you listen to most of the people who were truly successful at whatever it is they do, they're going to tell you, nah, they ain't believing me, dog. Right. This person ain't believing me. That person ain't believing me. You're going to get that from literally every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had a conversation with Fat Joe one day, famous rapper. I don't know if you heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never thought about what that must have been like for him when Big Pun died. To those who know hip-hop, you know what I'm saying. When Big Pun died, everybody was like, it's over for Joe. Hmm. And I never thought nothing about it, but I was a kid, but it was true. It was like, damn, bro, that was all the talent. And Joe was like, my own family was like, it's over for you. Fast forward now, Joe a legend. But he said if I'd have listened to everybody else, right. he'd have been an average Joe. Right. Not a fat one. You feel me? And it just, yo, it's like it really got me to thinking, like, yeah, you do have to be humble. But to a certain extent. And that's what I used to try to get across to my mom. Like, mama, I am humble. I am. I promise you. I come from humble beginnings. I'm not the guy that's going to ever walk around in this life thinking I'm better than somebody. But I'm also not the guy that's ever going to walk around in this life not thinking that I can do what anybody else can do. Mm-hmm. I can do it. You put it in front of me, I can do it. I promise you. I will figure it out. I will get it done, and I will be the best at it if I choose to. I had to, bro. None of my friends thought I could be a good comedian. 
My own friends, dog. Bro, you ain't even that funny. <laughs> Nigga, that's because I don't think you cute. I ain't trying to get you to laugh. <laughs> that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but in reality, I'm like, damn, my own friends don't think. Right. So now it became a challenge. Yeah, All right, you know what? You. Boom. Now I'm not even gonna, only going to be a comedian. I'm going to be the best comedian you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Say less. And I feel like everybody should have that. Whatever your passion is, whatever your goal is, if you want to be one of the best at whatever it is, bro, which is something my dad always taught me. Like, I don't care what you want to be in life. You want to be a janitor? Cool. But you better get busy. Oof. You better be the best damn janitor the company has ever seen. Like, my dad used to legit tell me that. I don't care what you become, you be the fucking greatest. Better be better than Pedro. Facts. Wait. <laughs> Call back, baby. I'm proud of you. <laughs> You could be a comedian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it never really settled with me until, like, as I got older. And I'm like, yo, too often in life, people who may not have that full belief in themselves will say things to other people like, oh, my God, look at her. Look at him. They're full of themselves. Mm -hmm. They think too much of themselves. Oh, they think so high of themselves. They think they're everything. They think they're all of that. Ask yourself, why Why shouldn't they? That's that's literally, like, a thing where I see with, uh, like, people who make fun of, like, Addison Ray and, like, all these people, like, who are big on TikTok. Right. Like, the Charlie D'Amelio or whatever the hell. And, like, they got to do these dances, and like, out in public. And people are like, oh, my God, that's so cringy. Like, oh, my God. Like, they just set up the phone and start dancing in front of people. Like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, it's probably cringy as fuck to you, but she probably getting a million dollars just from that little dance she just did in public. And like, you probably don't have the balls to do it. Exactly. You so know it's what just I'm like, saying? yo, it must yeah. be hella awkward. Facts. And they know it. Because it's easy to sit back and, and, and talk shit about somebody that's out here doing something in front of the world. Yeah. But would you do it? Because mm. a lot of time, that's hate. That's hate. People who truly believe in themselves like that don't have time to look at the next person and be mad that they believe in themselves. Yeah. Because me too. You ain't saying nothing I ain't seen. I was never mad at Kanye for being that damn confident in himself. Me too. It right. be the people who don't have that that look at that and go, oh, my God, it's always about you. What, you want me to make my life about you? Or you, or you want me to believe in myself less? That would make you feel better. That would make you comfortable. My bad. Did I come in here loving me a little too much? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's levels. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying to be just an arrogant piece of shit because that's a whole different topic. That's like going into asshole territory. You can still love the world and love people and be kind and care and think you are the dopest thing on the planet and get to a point of where no one can sway you of that. Mm. And if you don't like it, it's cool, but just move. Excuse me. So should you be humble? I don't know, Kendrick. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. You're, you don't have to sit down and be humble. You can stand, you can stand up. up and be humble. Stand up and be humble. <laughs> What's wrong with Kendrick? He want to be the only one popping? How are you going to tell people to sit down and be humble and then drop an album talking shit about everybody? <laughs> <laughs> no, you sit down and be humble. He, he, he's been going through things. Yeah. For however many days he said. I can't remember the number. I don't remember either. <laughs> hey, get him a mirror. Shout out to Katie. <laughs> Alright, sicko award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. I'm so cool, but still so hot. Uh, sicko of the week is going to Nick Saban. Romeo, tell him who Nick Saban is. The coach for Alabama. My man. That's exactly 
who that is. And when I first came to Atlanta, a lot of y'all was like, Mo, you going to get into college football? I was like, no, I'm not. I'm from New York. I never cared about college football. Why would I? Who I'm rooting for? Colgate? I only know the toothpaste. That's the only reason I ever cared. I don't care, bro. I never was a college football guy. But y'all wanted my attention? Y'all got it now. Here's why. Nick Saban is considered the greatest coach of all time. Right. I mean, there's really no debate there. Right. He also always has the best players. Right, and he's always right. coaching the best players. Right. He always gets to like top one or two. Pick of the draw all of the time. If you're not aware, Deion Sanders is a former NFL cornerback who I personally believe is the best cornerback to ever play the game, and he is now coaching at Jackson State, which is a black university, which is dope. Nick Saban threw some hate, man. There was some uh, people who felt like Deion and him might have cheated because they got the best player. Mm. The best player in the nation allegedly went to Jackson State, and then Nick Saban... Release this quote. We have a rule right now that said you cannot use name, image, and likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year. That was a really good Division I player to come to school. Oh, damn. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything. Interesting, Nick. There's a man who don't ever speak on shit. You know why he don't ever speak on anything, Romeo? Because he's always winning. He always gets the best. But the moment he didn't, the one time that a player who's amazing decided to go somewhere that wasn't Alabama, all of a sudden you got a lot to say there, Nick. Dion clapped back. You best believe I will address that lie Coach Saban told tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I was awakened by my son that sent me the article stating that we paid Travis Hunter a million to play at Jackson State. We, as a people... Don't have to pay our people to play with our people. Damn. Talk your shit, Dion. Mm. Nick want to come back and apologize. Nobody ain't here for them apologies, bro. A lot of y'all love Alabama. That's the same team that had me out here ass naked. You remember that? No. Bro, I lost the bet. Because oh, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, College yeah, football yeah, bet yeah. on the bird show. I, I chose Alabama because they was told like, they never lose. They never lose. Then they lost. And I had to take my ass out at the nudist community yeah <laughs> yo why is he snitching and hating at the same time that's why he's the sicko of the week who's next a reflective moment of the week uh, i'm gonna say this because it's been on my heart and i'm gonna get up out of here um i don't even know why this just came into my life but it did because of uh some circumstances that i've been made aware of but someone took their life at my uh high school former high school and i believe it's the third person to do so and i remember a student who took their life when I went to school at the time. And it hurt, bro, because I remember them going through a lot. And I also remember trying to, every day, be the person that was, like, just there. Right. You know, what's up, bro? You need something? You good? And it's like one day, he didn't come to school. I was devastated. I was devastated. It shook me up. And I thought about it again because I was talking to my mom and she brought up a similar story of how she had a coworker and the boss was just an asshole. And he was going through a lot at work. We all do. Nobody was hearing him. Nobody was uh, really caring about how he felt. My mom really, really cared. And she said uh, one day she could tell he was going through a lot and he was just crying. He was crying. And um, they let him go. <laughs> and he couldn't shake it. He couldn't shake it. And my mom was like, yo, it's going to be okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hang in there, man. And he was just like, gone, I'm done, you know? And 
He took his life. My mom said she went to the hospital the next day. His face was swollen, shot himself, and he didn't make it. And the boss and a lot of the people who was giving him all of that shit at work, not only did they not show up at the hospital, they didn't show up at the funeral. I say that to say, hey, life is hard. I've certainly had a moment in my life where I thought about taking my life. No need to go into it, but I've been there. Unfortunately, people are pieces of shit. They're not kind. They hate. They envy. They suck. And they are going to make you feel like you're not shit at times. As my grandmother said, I said this before, as an adult, there are going to be a lot of times in life when someone hurts your feelings. And you may feel like no one understands, no one's there, no one believes in you. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know what to do. Maybe you feel like you got to be strong and you got to do it on your own. I don't know the situation. I don't even know why I'm saying this. It just came into my heart, so I'm, so I'm doing it. But I'm bringing this up to say, and I mean this, if anyone that supports me, listens to me ever in life are feeling alone to the point where you feel as if you have nowhere to go, no one to talk to, and you may do something to yourself, if you reach out to me, we will fix it. You have my word. I don't ever want to ever deal with hearing or knowing that someone else took their life when there was something I could have done. So if you are in that place, I promise you, you're not alone. And if you can't reach out to me, reach out to someone. But don't ever make a permanent decision over a temporary problem. And damn near every problem is temporary. As always, I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, bitches. Here you go. All right, Romeo, who's the lame of the week? Um, oof. Ain't that kid. <laughs> the third week in a row. Dude. <laughs> You're going to give him the lame of the week <laughs> three weeks in a row? He showed up with the whip, bro. You're never going to get over this. Romeo wanted to do a lame of the week, so I gave it to him. And for the third week in a row. <laughs> I didn't know it was a recurring bit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you mean? Why not? Help me. Help me. Help me. I need help. Oh, man. All right. Right now, it's time for a moment exclusive. I do my best, though. Just to let you Sweetest thing that I've known. I'm thinking about all the effort you show. Looking at the love I showed, yet it's grown. It's times when your heart just has a mind of its own. Funny, yet I be in my zone. Outside building, she thinking we got a home. Working like a dog, she thinking I got a bone. Whenever she alone, she thinking I'm not alone. Please, somebody take my phone. She done made me hate it, I swear that I want to break it. Take it, because I swear. Ain't a problem in it as big as you want to make it. It's a curve. Every pitch that I got is worth. Trying to give you the world like you deserve. Uh, but loving me is a risk. And I don't want to give you a problem. You come and let you down before I let you drown. Yeah, I know how it sound, but I let you frown and reject my crown. Because I don't trust myself. I'm going to let you down. Because I don't trust myself. I'm going to let you down.